This Roundtable Broadcasting Podcast of the Max Roundtable is brought to you by Adams Drugs, our family serving yours since 1962. Honey, it sounds like you have a little sinus congestion. I do. I went to Adams Drugs to get a nasal decongestant, and I'm sure glad I did. I didn't realize that I couldn't take some sinus medications because of my high blood pressure. What did they tell you? The pharmacist overheard me talking to the clerk, and she knew that I had high blood pressure because I get my prescriptions filled there. She came around and talked to me and actually recommended a different sinus medication than the one I had picked out. I wouldn't want you taking something over the counter that makes your blood pressure spiral out of control. Sounds like she may have saved us a trip to the emergency room. Adam's drugs definitely go the extra mile. Always have and always will. I love the customer service. It's great every time I go in there. I'm so glad they helped me take care of my wonderful husband. I'm going to tell all my friends to go to Adam's Drugs. Visit us, adamsdrugs.net, for the location nearest you. With 12 Adams locations, we've been serving families in the River Region for 60 years, and we look forward to serving your family's needs as well. Welcome to the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos, brought to you by Max Credit Union. Listen to Doug for lunch each weekday as he breaks down the hottest sports topics on ESPN The Ticket in the River Region and on ESPN 1067 in Auburn, Opelika. You can be a part of the show by calling 334-517-1210 or by texting the Pig Enterprises text box at 334-313-1170. Now take a seat at the Roundtable, brought to you by Max Credit Union, with locations in the River Region, Auburn, and Opelika. Max, smart money, made simple. All right, welcome in, everybody. Good to have you with us. A new week, and what a week it is. Doug Amos and Scott Sanderson in here for the first couple of hours, and then we'll be with Bill Cameron in Hour 3, and hopefully get a lot of you guys into the mix. Scott, what two gigantic events are this week? Super Bowl. And? I don't know what else. Auburn, Alabama oh, basketball. Auburn, Alabama. Yeah, Good yes. heavens. I forgot about that one. The Super Bowl beats that one in your mind? Not, not mine. Not really. Not really. It's going to be a great, great week. Thanks to Mike Vinson and our friends at Adams Drugs. We got a little contest, two contests going for you. Auburn, Alabama picked the score of the game. We'll make Scott enter two. He is eligible to win. Uh, score of the game. And how many points Janai Broom will score in the game is the tiebreaker for the Auburn-Alabama pick. For the uh, Super Bowl uh, winner score and how many yards Patrick Mahomes will pass for. That's the games that we're playing. $150 cash to each of the winners and a $25 gift card out to Mellow Mushroom where Scott and I were. A week ago today, it was a nice little place, wasn't it, Scotty? Very good. It surely was. I love some Mellow Mushroom, man. They are awesome. All right. So, let's have some fun today. Let's you and I and everybody enjoy our time together today. Go ahead and get your scores in and the tiebreakers. If you forget everything I've told you to put in, I'm sorry you're just not in. When I got two contests going at the same time, just hear me out. I'll say it slow for you. Winner, score, and the tiebreaker for the Auburn-Alabama game is Janai Broom's total points. For the Super Bowl, it's Patrick Mahomes' 
passing yards. If you enter the contest and forget to give me the tiebreaker, I'm not going to have enough time this week to send a nice message back saying you didn't get me all the information. So it's that simple. I'm sorry to be that way, but it is flipping crazy. When you got two, it's bad enough we got one. When we got two, I need you guys and gals to step up and get it done. All right, Scott, Alabama wins the first meeting. Uh, It was a last-minute game. Couple of missed free throws for the Tigers. Alabama, I think, made four free throws in the last minute of the game and won the game. Um, how much different, if at all, do you think it will be this Wednesday night? Uh, well, I think the confidence of both teams maybe has flipped a little bit. I think Alabama is playing about as good as they can play. They're they're, they're playing at a high level, and but but the Ole Miss game for Auburn the other night was a a big time win. The way they played in the second half, so that's that should help them. But I think Alabama's confidence is a lot higher going into this game Wednesday than it was in the home game a couple of weeks ago. Um, saying all that, this should be a great another great game. I, you know, and I don't think this is my defeatist attitude that I have toward things. Uh, in that environment, with the game meaning as much as it does currently, uh, Alabama wins and they're two games ahead of Auburn in the standings with – two wins. Alabama loses and there's like potentially a three or four team tie for first uh, after ten games with eight games left, which means it'll be a cluster. Uh, I suspect just from things I I don't see how the atmosphere at Neville Arena could be any more crazy than it always is, but it'll be more crazy than it's ever been in my opinion. Do you realize... And we'll, we'll, and I, we'll just go ahead and do this here. You'll hear from Bruce Pearl after the Ole Miss game. You can tell he's excited about his team and how they finished that off. I think they were down double digits, down nine, at the, down nine at the half, I yeah. think, yeah, uh, and scored 56 in the second half. I'll give you some numbers. In fact, let me do that first. Have you seen the second half numbers for I Auburn? Not. I just know they played. I heard they had a players-only meeting. They put the coaches out, somebody said. and Yeah, uh, it they was. They had a players-only meeting, and, and – Maybe they ought to do that more often if they're going to score 50-something at Ole Miss. That, they did do that. And here's the crazy part. I would have thought, had you told me that that was going to happen, I would have guessed it would have been Jalen Williams or, or Jani Broom that, that's, that sent them out. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. You know who it was? Who? It was Chad Baker Mazzara. New player to the team. Said, get out of here. We got to talk. So I think showing leadership from guys that hadn't been there, I think it's a good sign moving forward. Uh, but let me just tell you a little bit about the numbers from the game on Saturday. Now, I venture to say that that was – I think you can't say a road win against a team that's probably going to make the NCAA tournament is a must win. I think it was a – a, a season-making win, perhaps, for Auburn. I think that's a line in the sand. They had just lost on the road, not playing well. They weren't playing well starting out uh, on Saturday. And then in the second half, Scott, uh, just craziness, man. Uh, let me let me find this because this is going to blow 
your mind, these second-half numbers uh, for Auburn in the game. Against Ole Miss, down nine uh, at the break. Let's see. Uh, well, crap. Where did, where did it go? Um, I thought it came from my friend Brian, um, but I'm not seeing it. Sure, it's here somewhere. Hang on. Oh, here it is. Unbelievable. 56 points. We know that. What what's a, and I'm going to ask you the question before I give you the answer to sit to see how good this number is. I don't know if you're an analytics guy or not. I don't even know if you check this with your basketball team, but um, percentage of possessions that you score is that something that, we, we that you not. keep up with? We don't have enough manpower to do. I all got that. you, but <laughs> I got you. But is that something? As a coach, as a as a coach for your entire life, what's a really good percentage of scoring on possessions? A good percentage, like a really good percentage. Like if you had, I don't know how many possessions you have in a basketball game. I mean, if you should, you're talking about shooting percentage. No, 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 I'm not talking about shooting. I'm talking about number of times you possess the basketball that you score. In other words, yeah, you don't turn it over, yeah. you don't miss shots, you score when it's on your end of the floor. Yeah, I, we've never done that just because we have not so had So you the really manpower. wouldn't want to know. Yeah. Uh, Auburn scored on 79% of their possessions. I would say that's outrageous. That is completely outrageous. Yes, I would say that's outrageous. 79% of their – guess what they shot from the field in the second half? What? 73%. Well, you're going to score 57 points, you shoot that you yeah. shoot that percentage. 63% from behind the arc per possession of the game, Auburn scored 1. Point, I mean for the four, for the second half, they scored 1.7 points every time they had the ball. Yeah, then you're going to score 50 or 60 or something. Yeah, absolutely. Uh and I I agree with uh the 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 tweeter of this, he says, you might not see a better half of offense in a quad one game all season. And that's yeah. probably true. Yeah, and, and they did it in a place where where Ole Miss is becoming a, a very tough place to play. They're selling that place out here the last couple of games. And it, it's been kind of – Coach Beard's kind of made it electric in there a little bit. Um, and so – that that was a quality win, and and again, I thought they were reeling a little bit when they got beat by Alabama, got beat by Mississippi State, and then came home didn't play particularly well. Uh, but sometimes, you know, one win can 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 flip things, and I know they they played great for the most of the season. Can we stop and talk about Beard for a minute? Sure. You know, Beard took one of his Texas Tech teams to the national championship game the year Auburn got screwed on the double durable. Yep. On the non-double dribble call, um, what I'll just again, I'm, I'm giving you trivia. What was their mo? What was their modus operandi? That Texas Tech team. What were they known for? I think they just played hard and were yeah. physical and played aggressive. And they played really good defense. Yes, I mean they clamped down defensively. It's weird because I did a little research on this. Ole Miss is playing well. There's no doubt. But I, I went and looked at, at offensive and defensive efficiency with Ken Palm yep. for all 14 teams. 
Do you know that only two teams have a worse defensive efficiency in the league than Ole Miss, and those are the two worst teams in the league, Vandy and Missouri? A lot of times, though, when you come into a new program, it, it, it takes time to put your stamp I get on, on what your DNA is going to be in order for you to be successful. And, and I was surprised when I looked at yeah, it and saw yeah, it. I would, I would, I'd be surprised hearing that. I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have thought that at all. I would not have thought that. But uh, – and Auburn took – Big time advantage. Uh, I mean, smoked Ole Miss twice. I think was really good offensively. Uh, Ole Miss made almost all their shots in the first half, and then Auburn became what they are uh, in the second half. When you combine, they're second in the league in defensive efficiency and third in the league in offensive efficiency. Um, it's a recipe for winning. That's uh, exactly right. <laughs> uh, do you know that in Ken Palm, and, and I'm becoming more of a Ken Palm follower than I am a net follower because I can't figure out the net. It, some of it doesn't make sense to me. But, you know, Auburn's fifth in Ken Palm. They're 12th in offensive efficiency in the country and fourth in defensive efficiency in the company uh, in the country. That adds up to 16 if you add the two. Um I don't think uh, Purdue adds up to 14. They're first in offense, 13th in defense. Hardly nobody else has a number as low as Auburn's number if you combine the two. Yes. Alabama's two offensively. You know what they are defensively? Probably 60 or 70. 56. And that's bad. They've moved up. Yeah. I mean, they were in the 60s. It seems to me. That to win on the road against a quality basketball team, there's one thing that you better travel with, and it travels easily. Oh, and that's defending. That's defending. There's no doubt. And, and they got Grant and Nelson now playing the five spot for them, too, so that'll be interesting. You know, I, I would imagine Bruce Pearl is going to go right to Janai Broom early and often because I don't think Grant Nelson can guard him, especially in the low post. And so – um, you know, I think getting him in foul trouble and going at him early because they've been playing him at the five spot, probably more from an offensive standpoint. But he's got to guard somebody defensively, and I would imagine his matchup is going to be Broom, and 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 I would be going at him, you know, making him defend and 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 one either scoring baskets or two getting him in foul trouble early in the game for sure. Um, and it 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 seems to all be coming back. To Pringle, probably isn't going to – I don't know if he's going to get back on the team or not. Uh, it was a day-to-day thing. Uh, there had some issues with him Oates, last year, too. Yeah, and three times this year. Yeah. Uh, he's been suspended for two games. He was suspended for a half. Um, and, you know, you know, I don't know. Uh, and that's going to be a problem for Alabama, playing a team that's got a front court like Auburn's got. Williams is good around the bucket. Obviously, Janai Broom may be the best player in the league yeah. around the bucket in the paint, but he can also take you outside and hit shots. Uh, Cardwell strong. They have a lot more strong bodies. Alabama's basically going four out, one in, and the fifth one can be out too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, you look at the guys that have started. 
the games of late. Well, with Pringle out, that's 5,000 are gone. Now you got Grant Nelson in there who's not the most physical guy in the world. And, and, you, and your best player's broom, you know, uh, obviously they, they should play through him, or especially early in the game because getting Grant Nelson out of the game because he's played better here the last couple of games. I mean, he, he didn't play, didn't do much Saturday. Yeah. Um, but I, I would definitely make him guard broom in a low post for sure. Yeah, I just I don't like that. If you're following Alabama basketball, uh, I don't suspect that that's going to be a, a matchup that's going to uh, have much return on it yeah. uh, for for the Tide on uh, Saturday. You're right; he had been playing a lot better, Nelson, but he just had two points and five rebounds uh, in the game Saturday. Um, I, I don't mind saying this. Uh, I don't know what what position does Dalton Connect play. He plays like a four, three or four. Yeah, three, four. Uh, I think the best guard in the league is Sears. I think he's proven that. Uh, just all that he brings to the team. Uh, he he's he is the engine that makes Alabama go or not go. Uh, and I think well, you, you think he. I'm gonna ask you. You think he's more valuable to his team than Connect is to Tennessee? No, no. He's, I'm not. I'm not counting Connect as yeah. a guard. Yeah. I'm counting yeah. it. His as a as a three, four, or five. Yeah. I'm talking about the best one or two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think is Mark Sears. I yeah. think Connect. I saw the game when they were trying to survive or or stay in the game against South Carolina. Nobody else touches the ball for Tennessee other than connect in those type of see I mean good heavens yeah, he, they he, just go to him every single time yeah he's he, he's good he's really good and he's got good size and good length on him mean he can score multiple ways he, he's he's awful good three three four five one seven twelve ten is how you can get in touch with us this week don't forget Auburn Alabama contest Kansas City and San Francisco Super Bowl contest you've got to give me a winner a score and the two tiebreakers that I gave you to give me if you forget to give me the tiebreaker I'm not gonna have time to send you a text back you're just not in the contest uh it's like you never texted me. If you get, don't give me the, those things, I've got to have them. I've got to have uh, Janai Broom's point total Wednesday night at Neville against Alabama, and I've got to have Patrick Mahomes' passing total Sunday evening in Las Vegas in the Super Bowl. We got Brian standing by. Let's get him in here. Hello, Brian. Hey, what's up, guys? How are y'all? Good. Good deal. Hey, uh, no, I just wanted to talk a little bit about. The ball game Wednesday night, um, I, I don't think it's a stretch to say, you know, I've looked some stuff up. I don't think it's a stretch to say that it's probably the biggest Auburn-Alabama game in Auburn um, in history. Um, very rarely have both of these teams been both good at the same time. Um, and I don't think, from what I've looked up, I, I don't know that they've ever matched up um, when both of them have been in the top 20 in Auburn. And I think that's what you'll see when the polls come out later today. So I just think it is a um, it's a shame, you know, Doug. It's a shame that that both of these games, the one in Tuscaloosa and the one in Auburn, have been on Wednesday nights. Um, I, I think if you put either of those games on Saturdays, they're they're probably where college game day goes, and um, they're the game of the day. Let me ask Scott this. You you know the answer, Brian, because you sent it, the information to me. How many times, Scott, do you think that Auburn and Alabama have faced each other, both being nationally ranked? 
both in the top 25. Or back when it was just a top 20, both in the top 20. I'd be totally guessing. I'd say four or five. Four. Just four times. One of the games, believe it or not, the first one, back in 1955, you may have attended the game. Uh, You were a teenager back then. Uh, That game was played right here in Montgomery. Uh, Auburn was 20. Alabama was 16. Uh, Alabama won 99-78. They played in 1975 in Tuscaloosa. The other three games were in Tuscaloosa, Brian. 1975, ninth-ranked Alabama beat 14th-ranked Auburn, 77-53. In 87, your dad coached this team, Scott. Uh, 13th-ranked Alabama beat 17th-ranked Auburn, 88-82. And then just a couple of years ago, January 11, 2022, number four Auburn beat number 24 Alabama, 81. 177 that game also in Tuscaloosa so the first time that they've both been ranked ever playing in Auburn that's pretty interesting Brian yeah I mean it absolutely is they've played over 150 times probably close to 200 times and only four uh have they have they both been ranked in the top 25 and I'm, I'm sure back in the day they didn't necessarily have the polls but it's just um just a huge game um and honestly, all of the pressure is on Auburn Wednesday. Um, Alabama's playing with house money. They've won three in a row against Auburn. Uh, Alabama has a one-game lead over everyone in the conference. Uh, so at worst, Alabama walks out of there Wednesday still either in first place or tied for first in the league. Um, so all of the pressure is on Auburn. And to me as an Auburn fan, that's really scary for an Alabama team that shoots so well and I'm sure Oates is going to preach this. Hey, guys, we're going in there. We think we're the better team. Let's just go in there and do our thing. And for a team that shoots so well to come in there, um, and, and I, I know Oates won't preach that they have house money, but for a team that shoots so well, to come in there and play with house money like that, that's scary to me. Um, I know Auburn Auburn plays really well at home. They'll probably be a two- or three- or four-point favorite, but um, – I don't know. I'm really looking forward to that game. What, what was your guess on the line? Uh, it'll it'll be somewhere between two and four points. It won't be any higher than four. I'll bet you by tip it is. Yeah, I, let's bet a Coke on that. Well, let's let's do bet a Coke. I'll bet you by <laughs> tip off. I don't care what it opens at tomorrow afternoon or whenever we see it. I'll bet by tip it's six or above. You may, and, and you could be right. I, I just think. Uh, you know, Kim Palm's lines are pretty close, and he's got it a three-point game. And I just kind of think that's where it's going to end up, somewhere between two and, and four. But um, anyways, and it, this game, and I know y'all got to get to a break, but this game will also feature probably uh, what at least what Kim Palm considers the two best players in the league. Broom is ranked first uh, for Kim Palm for player of the year, and Sears is ranked second for player of the year. So all of that added up, I think this is the biggest Auburn-Alabama game uh, in the history of, at Auburn. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. We appreciate it. Um, how, you know, when you've got it, we'll talk about it when we get back. We didn't need to take a break. We're a little behind. But I want to really dig into this game with you. You're my basketball dude here. Um, and, and get your thoughts on this. Are you going to have the ability to be objective about this? Absolutely. I know you right now. I do know this. I don't mind saying it. Right. If you were AD of Scott Sanderson, 
University and you could hire either of the two as your head basketball coach, you'd hire Bruce Pearl before you would hire Nate Oates. I would. Yeah, I know you would. I just want to make sure our listeners out there knew that, that Scott is in the Bruce Pearl camp much more than he is in the Nate Oates camp. We'll take a break. We are back right after this with more of the Monday edition of the Max Roundtable. This is Paul Feinbaum, and when I'm in central Alabama, I enjoy listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug on ESPN The Ticket in the River Region on ESPN 1067 in Auburn, Opelika. The thoughts and opinions of the host of the Max Roundtable do not necessarily represent those of Max Credit Union or other sponsors. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. I'm Gordon Stone, and it's a pleasure to speak with you today as the mayor of the town of Pike Road. It's an honor for me to share with you one of the things that makes our community so special, the Town of Pike Road's mission statement. It is maintain character while planning for progress. This means that while the Town of Pike Road has experienced tremendous growth over the last two decades, strategic planning and citizen input allow us to grow without compromising the charm and essence of the historic communities within our town. We call this the Pike Road Town Center Model, and it focuses on the unique opportunities in every area of our community. We have three town centers that feature schools, from the Waters to the Mount Meg's Mary area to the historic town center. We also feature an agriculture, recreation, and performing arts park in the Trotman Road area. By investing in and engaging every part of Pike Road, we encourage the connectivity and hospitality that has always made our town such a special place. Come see us in the town of Pike Road and experience what it means to maintain our character as we plan for and experience progress. Welcome home. If you're in need of demolition or concrete cutting, call J.B. Waste Connection. Over 23 years, your trusted local source for all demolition and concrete cutting needs. When you call them, a real person will answer the phone, not a recording. Call 334-301-4414 and check their availability as well as schedule your services. J.B. Waste Connection takes pride in their top-notch customer service. Learn more about their services at jettisonenvironmental.com. J.B. Waste Connection, your local solution for quality and convenience. Tired of forking out your hard-earned money for tires that seem to wear out faster than they should? Tire City hears you. Did you know that some of the most affordable tires on the market are from the Michelin brand? Our Michelin tires help you save hundreds of dollars over their lifespan compared to other brands. Imagine what it feels like to know that the tires you buy today could save you several hundred dollars when you need them the most. Here's what our customer says. I am always on the go with my three children, so the miles add up quickly. The original tires only lasted for 45,000 miles. I purchased Michelin tires for my SUV and drove over 85,000 miles on them. I saved $875 over three years because the Michelins lasted almost twice as long. Not only do Michelins last a long time, they are some of the safest and best riding tires for my family and I. Drive smart, drive safe, drive with Tire City. Visit us at one of our two locations on the Southern Bypass or Atlanta Highway. Experience the difference and save big with 
Drive for a company that puts God and family first. Wiley Sanders Trucking is looking for experienced local and over-the-road dump truck drivers. If you're a cement or line truck driver, Wiley Sanders Trucking needs you too. Call 855-777-9785 or 334-372-5049. When you drive for Wiley Sanders, you feel like part of the family. Besides top pay, you'll get Blue Cross Blue Shield, 401k, and a sign-on bonus. You won't feel like just a number. When you drive for Wiley Sanders, you'll feel like family. This is Jeff Barranco with Chappie's Deli. And Mike Costanza with Chappie's Deli. Mike, let's get ChatGPT to write this commercial for us. ChatGPT? Yes, artificial intelligence, AI. It will do anything. What? We don't need that. Wait, it's coming in now. Holy cow. Listen to this. Chappie's Deli has everything, from a classic Reuben to salads. Chappie's has something for everyone. Hmm. Taste the difference. Chappie's Deli has four convenient locations. But we have five locations. It's making mistakes. We don't need Chatterbox or whatever it's called to do a commercial. Listen to this. Visit Chappie's Deli today and see Mike Costanza. Wait, now what's this called? Chat GPT? Give me that. We're really on to something here. Oh, brother. Folks, come out and chat with us at Chappie's Deli, Perry Hill, Pepper Tree, Baptist South, Prattville, and Auburn. Welcome back to the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos, brought to you by Max Credit Union. Get in touch one of three ways. Call 334-517-1210, text 334-313-1170, or email mrt at espntheticket.com. All right, welcome back, everybody. Scott Sanderson in the house as we talk college hoops with you. Your uh, your basketball team got a big win on Saturday. Folks, listen to this. Scott has had seven players this year that have been had out of for the season injuries. Uh, seven players. Uh, you're trying to piece it together. You're still finding ways to win games. Uh, give us a little update. Well, last week, for the first time in my career, my life, I played five guys 40 minutes. I played all... <laughs> no substitutions. Zero substitutions. I played I played all five of them 40 minutes. We played Did that a, send a message a, a, to everybody really, sitting really on your bench? <laughs> uh, just, it just, you know, it's it just hasn't been what it needs to be. And, and the other night, our bench actually helped us the other night in the game. We played Saturday. They actually helped us a lot, but that was the first time in my career that I'd actually played five five guys for forty minutes. But our guys were, you know, hanging in there and they were still battling. We've won some, we've still won some games, but it hasn't been like we have done the last four or five years. And uh, it's just, you know, it's it's a process every every day. You know, we're 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 struggling some days to put. 10 guys in practice to even be able to practice. So I've had some of my former players come back there and practice them with us. Um, but I just like the resolve of our guys. I, I've, I've told them multiple times throughout the season, you know, when, when this stuff happens, and it, it very rarely happens with this many, you got give up, you got quit, you got this is too much. And in your right pocket, you can you can peel that out any time. I, mean, I prefer to persevere, figure it out, you know, move forward, because stuff like this is going to happen. You know, you're going to be faced with adversity through life, so you might as well figure out how to deal with it. You know, it's, it's neat. You're – your mindset 
is 100% normal, we're going to win this league. We're going to win this <laughs> league. And you've won the league more than you haven't won the league. You've been to the national tournament way more times than you haven't been to the national tournament. It just makes it interesting for you that basically you're having you have a different mindset i guess i don't really know what your mindset is i know how competitive you are so uh you're winning some games you're staying in games competitive in games that quite frankly you probably shouldn't be competitive in do you see it as a new type challenge and are you enjoying it kind of the different I don't know. Uh, enjoying it? No. Is this a different challenge? You have to think outside the box. Like, we're going to play the the you know, the, the ninth-ranked team in the country in Tennessee Southern who's winning our league. They're undefeated in our league. And if we go up there and just do what we normally are going to do, then we're going to go up there and get beat. And so we've got to figure out how to adjust things that we can do differently to, to give ourselves a chance. You know, you got to try to take certain things away from certain teams and you try to shorten the game. And, and the, our biggest issue is is we just don't have any fouls. Like, we got one post player. If he gets in foul trouble, we're in trouble. And we, we've played – you know, a lot of zone here the last, you know, several months, just trying to, again, shorten the game up a little bit and don't, don't have as many possessions so the officials not blowing as many whistles. And I'm constantly talking to those officials about, listen, unless it's an obvious foul, put that whistle in your stinking pocket. Do you really tell them that? 100%. 100, I said, unless it's an absolute obvious foul, put the whistle in your pocket. How do they respond when you, they when you say at, something like that? They, they laugh? They look at me start laughing. They start laughing. I said, I'm, you think? I'm kidding, but I'm serious. I mean, if it's if it's a legitimate foul, because I've instructed my guys not to foul. I told one I've instructed my guys not to foul. So, have you ever called a game where you've not called a single foul on on a particular team? They said, uh, "No, we haven't." I said, "Well, let's see if we can try that tonight." <laughs> That's classic. Now you know a lot of these guys. Oh yes. Like, do you play the the sympathy card? We've had seven guys that are out for the year. We're playing with a bunch of walk-ons over here. Give me a. You don't want these people to leave tonight. Do you? We no. need to have at least some kind of a competitive I had to ask game. one of them. I said, if you call a bunch of fouls, you're going to be suiting up and playing for us tonight. We just don't have we don't have enough uh, healthy bodies. But it, it, it's been a good. Uh, I've been proud of our guys. I really have. They've they've kept have hung in there and they kept competing. We got four games to go during the rest of this season to get into the conference tournament, and we're at, we're even we're just battling to get into the conference tournament right now. So it's it's. It's been a, a great lesson for for myself and also for our players. And uh, but it's just as you said, it's been it's been different. It's definitely been different. So I mean, I know you pretty well. I mean, I think you love the opportunity to outcoach somebody. Uh, I, th- I think that charges you up a little bit if you know that you're putting your team in a better in a gr- pretty good position to win when when the town. Ta- in other words, let me just put it easy. Everybody understands this. You could beat them with your players. You could take his players and beat beat your players. I think you take pride in out coaching people. Well, I don't. Yeah, but 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 it's 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 been tricky because you know several teams that have beaten us this year. You know we hadn't lost those guys in you know four or five years. There's there's teams that have not beaten us in a while, and uh, it just kind of flies all over me that we're getting beat by some of these teams right now uh, that we have not gotten beat by. And in my opinion, I've told our players this: I don't I don't give them a soft pillow to lay on. I said, look, you know I've got to do my job. I got to figure out how we how we still 
still can be successful, how we still can win with, with what we have. That's part, that's part of my job. And I still think even with what we have, I told my sister, I think we should have won more games than, than we have. Um, I just believe that because um, I, I feel like we can scheme in certain ways. But you, we, but when you only have so many fouls to go around, it, it's – it's tricky. Like the other night, I left my post player. We were up like 10 in the first half, and so I just left him on the bench. You know, as long as we stayed up, I left him on the bench. Cause if you I only have go, so if, many fouls. If I could go into the second half with him, him only having one foul, then and that that's an advantage for me. And so, you know, it's it's kind of changed how you sub, sub, substitute and – it's kind of changed how you've played offensively, and uh, it's definitely thinking outside the box, that's for sure. All right, so let's move now to the discussion. By the way, when's your next home game? Uh, our last one is next this Saturday against Dalton. We there play we out this, this Saturday against Dalton. At uh, what time is that? 2 o'clock. 2 o'clock. Yep. And Dalton used to be pretty good. They're yep. still pretty good? They're, they're, they're pretty good this year. Okay. To us, they're all pretty good. I understand. <laughs> I understand. Let's talk about, and Justin, you saying there about matching ups and fouls we kind of touched on it in the first segment Alabama doesn't have the fouls in the front court that they need especially if Pringle's not reinstated uh and that's going to be a problem although uh it's my understanding from some people that were at the game on Saturday night uh that Alabama did start getting um you know, some some more aggressive play from some guys that really hadn't done too much uh, on the team. But still, this is a tough matchup for Alabama, in my opinion. When you're talking about Broom and Williams and their capabilities, and then Denver Jones is shooting it better now, the, the two-headed point guard shot it better uh, Saturday than they have. Uh, and and I just think this is a, a really tough matchup for Alabama. Uh, I think for Alabama to be competitive and have a chance to win, they're going to have to have a really, really good shooting night, and I just don't see that happening. Yeah, like I said last time, a lot of it depends on how the game's being officiated, and with Pringle not playing, I mean, it puts a lot of pressure on Grant to, to guard Broom or whoever he's going to guard down in the low post. So it's, I mean, it's they're gonna they're gonna definitely have their hands full. Um, and like I said earlier, if, I, if I'm Auburn, I'm I'm running stuff. I'm running stuff through Broom, especially early in the game, because if he if he gets in foul trouble, then that's a that significantly changes the outlook, changes things when you get a you know a guy like Grant that's inside, plus he's an offensive threat as well. Well, and he if he gets in foul trouble, then you know it changes the dynamics of the game for sure. It will be a fun, fun week of discussing it. Scott will give us his prediction in just a short while. When we get back, you're going to hear from Bruce Pearl following Auburn's magnificent offensive showing in the second half in Oxford on Saturday. A big, big road win for the Tigers. In fact, its first quad one win. Came Saturday against Ole Miss. We'll hear from the Auburn head coach right after this. Hey there, I'm Lauren Sisler with ESPN. And you know, one thing I love to do on my lunch break is listen to my good friends on the Max Roundtable. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. 
See our amazing rates at MyMax.com Elevate. Max. Smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. The Capo, which is Italian for boss, is Five Point Deli and Grill's Burger of the Month. When I asked Eric what's on it, he said, stuff. And I told him he needed to be a little bit more specific for this commercial. He said, okay, it's a half-pound burger grilled in a butter and grilled brioche bun. They've cut bacon. Their house ham sliced thin, smoked, and grilled on the flat top. Two slices of melted provolone cheese, zesty Italian pepper with olive spread. Now I know why Eric just said stuff, but that stuff sure sounds good. Five Points Deli and Grill in Old Cloverdale. Marketing can be hard. At Dogwood Media Solutions, we are the outsourced marketing solution your business needs. Not every business can afford to have their own marketing department, and that's where we come in. We can be that for you. Website updates, social media, advertising, public relations, and more. Learn more about how this works by giving us a call at 334-425-0009 or visit us online at dogwd.com. DOGWD.com. It can get very cold in central Alabama during the winter months. Don't be left out. I mean, don't be left inside the cold. If your heater isn't heating like it should, call Bill Bradley today at 262-8368. They offer same-day service, seven days a week, for heating, cooling, and plumbing. Call Bill Bradley Services to come fix your home. Bill Bradley, Central Alabama's green dealer, also offers financing. Alabama certification number 84449. Peyton's Place might be the only meat and three restaurant in town with the drive-thru window. Need a quick lunch that's not fast food? Peyton's Place drive-thru is the answer. Come inside and dine or pick it up at the window. They serve lunch Monday through Friday from 11 to 2. Call in your order for carryout or drive-thru at 396-3630. That's Peyton's Place, the number two, and eat.com. Peyton's Place, Atlanta Highway across from Faulkner University. Call 396-3630 for carryout or drive-thru. Peyton's Place. Grew up Montgomery and Prattville. Matt Parsley here from Budget Car and Truck Sales. And this month, I'm on a mission to help you fall in love with a nicer, newer car. So if your old rides left you brokenhearted, kiss it goodbye. I'll give you up to five grand more than Kelly Blue Book. Push, pull, or drag it in. Plus, I'm buying cars on the spot based on the car or the price you pick. You deserve to drive a car that makes your heart skip a beat. So bring me your old ride and kiss it goodbye because you could get way more than it's worth. Plus, I'm buying cars. Do other dealers leave you feeling lonely? My team's passionate about approvals. We kiss up to the banks and lenders that want to say yes. That's yes. Yes, yes, yes. Plus, I'm buying cars on the spot based on the price of the car you pick. But hurry. Once I've helped 137 people, my lips are sealed. And this deal is done. I'm Matt Parsley. I'm your dealer for the people. See all these smooch-worthy rides at BudgetSaysYes.com. That's BudgetSaysYes.com. Pucker up, Montgomery and Prattville. I'm Gordon Stone, and it's a pleasure to speak with you today as the mayor of the town of Pike Grove. It's an honor for me to share with you some of the great things about our community. In Pike Grove, we focus on four pillars. Planning. We want to know what the future looks like, and we want to work toward that future. Quality of life. We want to understand why people love living in our community, and we want to work to make sure those characteristics are featured every day in Pike Road. 
education. We're so blessed to have a great city school system and thankful for all those teachers and administrators who make everyday fun in Pike Road when it comes to learning. And we're so proud of our students who are aspiring to be great leaders in our community and great leaders for our nation and services. We have great services in Pike Road because we work with partners who allow us to meet the needs of our citizens and do so in a very efficient manner. Our four pillars in Pike Road have allowed us to provide focus and have a vision for the future that has made Pike Road a special place. Come see us in Pike Road and learn why we say welcome home. The Max Roundtable with Doug Amos brought to you by Max Credit Union rolls on. Doug would love to hear from you. Call 334-517-1210. Text 334-313-1170. Or email MRT at ESPNTheTicket.com. going to have a lot more basketball things to talk about, including South Carolina. Before we get to this audio, Scott, um, wow. You know, they, they for about the first couple of weeks, it kind of bugged me when they kept saying, hey, we need to be in the poll. Vote us in the poll. That poll don't mean jack. But for a team that's trying to get some notoriety. It means a lot. It does mean a lot, uh, it seems. And, you know, it, it, it's, it's kind of interesting when you think about it. Um, well, have you seen them much? I saw one game against Tennessee, and I did not see a, enough of it um, just to kind of watching their personnel. So I don't know enough about it. That's why I asked you off the air. I mean, Lamont how, Paris how they, how is doing they, a great job. A great, a great they got job. a couple of guys that are hard to defend on the block, yeah. like big old boys. Yeah. Uh, and then I think they've done a pretty good job shooting the basketball. They they have to be the biggest surprise, you know. Oh, oh there ain't no doubt in, Al- in the country. Alabama was ahead of them by two at the half, and then just blasted them in the second half. Ended yeah. up winning by twenty seven, I think. But their other wins, or excuse me, their other losses, Scott are. I mean, I'll just tell you, you know, overall South Carolina is nineteen and three. They're going to get to 20 wins before anybody else, it looks like, uh, in the league. South Carolina has lost two. When Clemson was nationally ranked, they lost at Clemson by five, 72-67. They also lost at home to Georgia, and that's probably their one dark spot. They lost by five, but they avenged that loss at Athens. Yeah. On Saturday, and they lost to Alabama 74-47. But, you know, this is what they've done in their last four games. One at Arkansas, and I don't care how bad Arkansas has been playing, Hard that's still a to tough win. place to win. Yep. At Georgia, at home to Missouri, and at home to Kentucky. But at Tennessee Pretty strong. is really, really strong. Yep. So, um, I don't know. You know, it looks to me like this dude can get it done, and they're starting to build uh, a lot of momentum moving forward. Well, it's amazing what beating, winning at Tennessee, winning at, those are the two wins at Tennessee, at Kentucky. Those those will catch everybody's eye because most teams will go into those places and and get beat. Although Kentucky's lost their last two games there, they're at home, but most teams will go into those two places and, and lose. So help me out with 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 that. Because I think Kentucky is in a situation, quite frankly, where they're always going to gain more 
recognition propped up a bit more than they should be. Yes. If if they were not Kentucky, if they were, I don't know, Idaho, uh, with the that they would nearly be thought of the same. They gain. It's almost, and I'll say it because it's true. It's like Alabama in football. Alabama gets that Benefit tradition bump. Yep. Kentucky gets the same thing. Yes. A tradition bump. And I'm not sure I really care for that. Uh, you know, they've just lost two straight games at home. Okay. They lost to Florida, Florida and Tennessee. And Tennessee. Yep. Uh, but let's see what happens with them in the poll uh, when it's when it comes out here shortly. Should be out. Within within a half an hour, I would say they'll still be in it somewhere. Oh, they'll be in it because yeah. they were tenth. Yeah, but I want to see how far they drop. Um, you know, they're now sixteen if, to twenty. I mean, if you look at the SEC standings right now, Kentucky is tied for fifth with Ole Miss and Florida, Alabama, South Carolina, Auburn, and Tennessee are all ahead of them by two games. Alabama by three. South Carolina, Auburn, and Tennessee by two. Yet they were tenth coming in to the uh, to this week's poll, and they lose twice at home. I'm sorry, but by they, they should. Uh, I would not be surprised if they're still in the top fifteen. Would you? I'd say sixteen to twenty. Uh, let's see what they were. They were they dropped four places last week. Uh, in the poll, um, Alabama and Auburn should both move up. I know people will start sending me the polls. Coaches polls out. Um, looks like uh, Alabama now 16 in the coaches poll. Tennessee 6, Auburn 11. Kentucky ahead of Alabama at 15. Hard to believe. That really is hard to believe. South Carolina up to 20. That That just made my point. Right there. Had that been Cincinnati or Providence or any team in this league other than Kentucky, that they would have dropped way more than five spots, in my opinion. Losing two home games. Two home games, now in fifth place in your own league, yep. and they're still listed as a top 15 team. I think sometimes in basketball more than any other we kind of poll or rank teams based on what we think their ability is instead of how they are playing. Yeah, yeah. Is that fair enough to yeah, say? That's fair. All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to play a little Bruce Pearl for you right now. This was uh, him after the Ole Miss win. Auburn down nine at the break, but they got it done in the second half. Hold on a second. I messed that up. To this building. Um, with this incredible fan base uh, at Ole Miss, um, we all we all recognize that those that don't recognize that um, I think there's a lot of respect between the two schools. Um, a lot of Auburn kids go to Ole Miss, and there's some Ole Miss kids that go to Auburn, and um, it's a healthy rivalry. Um, um, I want to compliment Janai Broom in, in a couple of ways. Um, I want to compliment him in the first half. Because um, even though he didn't put up any dominating numbers in the first half and got a little bit of foul trouble, his demeanor, his um, when Ole Miss was making shots and and you know had a position, was in a position to run us out of the building, 
his play, his, his body language, the way he was in the huddle, just there was no panic. I think the rest of the guys kind of fed off that. Chad Baker had some of that as well. Um, we've talked about this team as being the sum of its parts. And so if you look up and down, you know, look, at, look at the guys come off the bench. Look at Chad Baker come off the bench and, and, and score and, and play with great comedy. He's plus 20 coming off the bench. Um, Katie Johnson and, and Chad had, had, uh, he had some, he had some health issues this week um, and missed practice. KD had strep throat and missed practice Thursday. He's better, was better, you know, obviously today, but didn't play a lot in the first half. Came back in the second half, and you just could see the will to win. You could see it. Um, and obviously that, that, that bodes well. We talked about if we are really going to think about having a chance to compete for the conference championship, really, then we got to win one of these, like one that nobody else is going to win. Like, I don't think anybody else is going to come in or win. Maybe, maybe. I'm not sure who they have here. The next game's at home, but, you know, one of the top three or four teams. So this was a separator for us and something obviously going to give our kids some confidence as we, what we play Alabama at home on Wednesday and then we got to play, go to Florida. So it's not going to get easy. We're going to take it one at a time, but this is an important one. There's 56 points in the second half uh, for y'all. I mean, you got a lot of inside touches. Just what was, the, what was the difference for you guys, you thought, in the second half compared to the first one off? Without Sharp. They were they were small, and we took advantage of it. But not everybody could take advantage of it. But not everybody has your nine room, and he was able to go in there and seal and just have his way on the inside. And even though we talked in a scouting report that they they're second in the nation in block shots, and we talked about some inside out things if those two centers were out there. In other words, that's saying, I'm saying to Janai Broom, we're going to get into you, but you may get doubled and you got the shot. By you. There may be some inside out. He was fine, you know, but when he got it in there and he got it in there deep, he was patient and he scored. Um, I thought they'd come down on him a little bit more. They played him a little more one-on-one -on -one than they did the first time. And he just was the difference on the inside. But then some other guys made shots and then made some plays. The, the, I think the key is the fact that when they were making shots in the first half, and they were, and we only turned them over twice in the first half, it was only nine. We were still in range, and um, this team shot a lot of heart, a lot of character. And, and to come back and have 25 assists, that's, that's pretty basketball. Daniel and Henry. Uh, BP, you guys had six guys post double figures today. How beneficial is it to have that much uh, diversity in scoring? I think it's, I think it's the key to our season. Um, and I, I think as much as anything, I think as much as anything as they begin to have confidence in each other now. They recognize, hey, at any, KD can make a difference coming off the bench at any, at any time. Chad Baker is a really, really good player that, that's so versatile, make plays on both ends of the floor. And then you got a you know, veteran like Jalen Williams, but in the first half, you know, didn't play as great. Cheney Johnson's out there playing and defending and posting up and you know, making plays. It's just, it's just, we took a step tonight. I mean, tonight was a step. Now we'll see if we got to take another step on on you know uh, Wednesday when we play the first place team, we'll be playing for first place on Wednesday in February. It's good. Bruce, after kind of a tough first half defensively, y'all only allowed them 33 points on, on 38 percent shooting. What was the difference in y'all's defense between first half and second half? Well, they they were fresh and furious early. Obviously, fatigue was a factor. They made 
some good shots. They made some tough shots. I went at halftime and just told the guys they, they, they played great. Ole Miss played great. I don't know if they can play. I don't know if they'll play that way again. We talked, but they played great. And it's just nine. We, we, we right there. And, and, and they, they believed it. Um, now we said we gave them 44 points, turned them over twice. Come on. Really? We're not going to come in here and win like that. So I just thought it was a very, it was, it was, it was a calm locker room. It was a business-like locker room. But again, more than anything else, um, I, my confidence in them jumped a notch tonight. It did. And their confidence in themselves should jump a notch. Yeah, Coach, so Coach Beard said that he thought the better conditioned team won tonight. Can you talk about the, the depth of your team and how that helped you guys as it got later? Yeah, I mean, they played seven guys, double-digit minutes, and we played ten, you know. And so I do think fatigue be a factor, so I, I, I agree that, that we were fresher in the second half. But it's just like, it's like, it's like Janai and Dylan. I mean, Janai got in some foul trouble, and when he picked up his third foul, I didn't want to. I didn't want to have a chance to get inside, pick up his fourth inside of eight. I trust him to not, but I took him out three times. He would have loved to have stayed in there. Dylan went in there, got a couple defensive possessions. He stayed out of foul trouble, and then he was fresh enough to be able to close. And that's that's just trusting me and trusting his teammates. And that's that's, but they've got to see it work in order to be willing. And, um, and at the same time, you know, and Janai's here, listen, if you're right and fatigue was a factor, well, then let's do that against Alabama on, on Wednesday now. You know, if, if that's going to – got to be able to finish. And I thought we finished the last 10 minutes of the second half was beautiful basketball on both ends of the floor. Greg. You were very uh, complimentary about Ole Miss. This is now your second time, you know, seeing them. Um, what, I guess, kind of sticks out the most about them? You, you kind of touched on it a little bit here, but through two matchups, what sticks out the most about well, First them? of all, Chris Beard's a great coach. He's got a great staff. Um, and, you know, it's it's hard to develop culture in, in six, six months. But I told him before the game, I said, what you've done in six months took me three years to do at Auburn. You know, um, and this this crowd, this environment, the town last night. I went out to the grocery store for dinner. I know it's something else. It's not just the grocery store. Whatever it is, man. What a I'm just a, just a. It's nice. You know, it's 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 big time. Fans were out, but they were all really respectful. Um, got a good thing here, and so um, it was a big weekend. Sold out crowd, and they were. This was as hard an environment that we're playing against. Except our guys, our guys responded, didn't quit, didn't panic. So it's a big, 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 big win for us. Greg, we'll take two quick ones on Zoom so we can get Janai on. Yep, Justin, you're on first hand. Hey, Bruce, after the game, Jalen said Chad kind of lit into the team at halftime, and, and Janai was asked as well, and he said uh, he said whatever Chad said, he said it had to be said, um, and they really credited Chad for whatever he said at halftime. What what can a moment like that, not just for the game but for the season, what does a moment like that potentially mean? Well, um, you know what? It, 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 this is their team. Um, I've coached a lot of teams. I hope to coach a few more, um, and it's their team. And so – one of the things that, that Chad did, uh, I got out of the locker room pretty quickly. Um, all I said was, hey, we want to win this game. We can't give him 44. But 
he's got my demeanor. And then Chad and Janai and the other guys, they, they say what needed to be said. Um, and, um, and then we came in, we talked about the things we needed to do, and they went out and players did it. All right, we got one from Nathan King, too. First, you, know, you talked about improving your three-point shooting after the, the Alabama-Mississippi State games. I believe you guys were in the 40s um, for most of the game tonight. I guess, what did you see out of the, the shot-making there from the perimeter? Well, I mean, I thought that it was um, – um, that was good, and it was shared because, you know, Jalen made one, Janai made one, uh, Chris made one, uh, Denver made a – Trey made two, and uh, Chad Baker made two, and – you know, Chad Baker made only three, and it was just it was just Aiden made, got back and made a shot. Katie got one. so we shared it a little bit, and we took good shots. And the biggest thing that we didn't do is we didn't say, "Hey, we're going to go on the road, and start playing differently." You know, we're, oh, we're on the road, we're going to start playing differently. No, no. Uh, one thing, one thing I did ask them to do, I said, I thought if you try and share it, and if you try to maybe make an extra pass a little bit, it was I was selling the inside out. I was I said, you know what? Then we might shoot a little better. That was about the only thing I did. All right, that's Bruce Pearl. Uh, interesting post-game. He sounds pretty excited about his team, Scott. No doubt. I mean, you, again, in that kind of environment, playing the way Ole Miss played in the first half and to be able to turn the tables uh, obviously gives you a shot in the arm and a lot of, a lot of confidence, and, and, and that's great going into the Alabama game on Wednesday. Here's what you're going to hear a lot if you happen to be around Neville Arena when they're practicing this week. You heard him reference it there. Have a chance to beat the number one team in the league. Uh, that He's going to say that. So he's going to have Alabama placed at such a high spot in his players' minds uh, and about their opportunity. Uh, they're going to be rabid Wednesday night, Scott. Well, the other part, too, they just got through getting beat by Mississippi State. It was at Mississippi State, and then Alabama beats, them, beats Mississippi State 30. I mean, I know they're different places, but still, he'll he'll hammer all those points on Yeah, for sure. and, and th- th- there will be no threat. I would, If I were in Auburn, and I don't think this is possible either, though, and I'll ask you about it when we get back from the break. I want that to be my first question in hour number two. Doug and Scott, it is the Monday edition of the Max Roundtable. Hey there, I'm ESPN's Lauren Sisler, and you're listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug on ESPN The Ticket and ESPN 106.7. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com Elevate. Max. Smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. 107.5 is W298BC Montgomery. ESPN The Ticket. Robert Pig with Pig Enterprises. Over two decades ago, when my dad had the wild idea to get into the car business, I never would have imagined being part of a multi-generational family business specializing in pre-owned vehicles. That's probably because I've heard every used car salesman joke you have, and who would want that? Neither did he. That's exactly why he started Pig Enterprises and why our family continues to do what we do today. We understand how awful car buying can be. We understand it can be stressful and overwhelming. We understand it's a big investment. 
this is exactly why we do the things we do completely different than the other guys. You'll be treated like family. Your money and time will be valued. You'll receive a top quality vehicle backed by our name and our free three-month, 3,000-mile pig certified warranty. There is a reason why we have repeatedly been named Dealer Raider Dealer of the Year for the state of Alabama. Come see for yourself. Come to Pig Enterprises and get a squeal of a deal. Golf season is still in full swing, and we are lucky to have the best public golf courses in America right here in the River Region. Capitol Hill in Prattville is home to three championship courses and has annually hosted the PGA and LPGA Tours. If you don't have time to play, take advantage of the best practice facility in the Southeast with Capitol Hill's 35-acre practice facility that features multiple teeing areas, three practice putting greens, and three practice bunker complexes. Best of all, as an Alabama resident, you can purchase the trail card and receive up to 50% off of regular price green and card fees as well as 15% off of selected merchandise and range balls to book your tee time at Capitol Hill one of the gyms on the Robert Trent Jones Golf Trail go online to rtjgolf.com or call the golf shop at 334-285-1114 that's 285-1114 Capitol Hill in Prattville should be your number one golf destination the Capo which is a town for boss is five point deli and grills burger of the month when i asked eric what's on it he said stuff and i told him he needed to be a little bit more specific for this commercial he said okay it's a half pound burger grilled in a butter and grilled brioche bun thick cut bacon their house ham sliced thin smoked and grilled on the flat top two slices of melted provolone cheese zesty italian pepper with olive spread now i know why eric just said stuff but that stuff sure sounds good five points deli and grill in old cloverdale introducing michelob ultra organic seltzer it's made with real fruit juice it's six times filtered no added sugar no artificial aftertaste it is usda certified organic it's a cut above new mango apricot michelob ultra organic seltzer as real as it tastes are you tired of storing and carrying big, heavy water jugs around at work? Harmon & Sons Coffee Service is a water service as well. They are the sole distributor for Wells' freestanding water coolers in central Alabama. Their coolers provide the rich flavor of purified water that comes straight from the water lines. Their coolers' five-step filtration system ensures a crisp cup of purified water every time with a flat monthly rate that doesn't spike in the summer. Give them a call at 334-491-9241 or visit their website at watercoffeeservice.com for a free trial. How much do you pay to get a two-piece suit cleaned at your dry cleaners? Is it over $20? Lily's Cleaners charges only $16. Lily's Cleaners also offers military discounts. And if you bring in 20 pieces to be cleaned, Lily's will deduct 20% off your bill. Lily's Cleaners on Dow Raider Road at the Atlanta Highway just behind Dollar Tree and just off the Eastern Bypass on the Lagoon Business Loop, which is the road that runs beside Walter Craig. Lily's Cleaners, where Price cleans clothes. The Troy Trojans play on WTXK, Pike Road, Montgomery, ESPN, the ticket. Time now for Hour 2 of the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos. Brought to you by Max Credit Union on ESPN, the ticket in the River Region and on ESPN 1067 in Auburn, Opelika. To talk sports, call 334-517-1210 or send him a message into the Pig Enterprises text box at 334-313-1170. It's time to retake your seat at the Roundtable. 
brought to you by Max Credit Union. With locations in the River Region, Auburn, and Opelika. Max, smart money made simple. All right, so here we go. Our orthopedic clinic high school player of the week is Lee Scott Academy's Hayden Harper. The sophomore guard reached 1,000 career points last week and route to a regional championship win over Glenwood. Hayden Harper, your orthopedic clinic high school player of the week. The orthopedic clinic, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you. You can also check them out online at theorthoclinic.com. All right, Scotty, talk to me about you, you said during the break that you are literally thinking that Auburn's going to win, but you wouldn't be surprised if they didn't. I don't know. In, in years past, I thought Alabama had no chance to win over there, but – I think Auburn will win, but it wouldn't shock me if Alabama did. I just think Alabama right now, their, their conference levels, it's, it's such a high. And for Auburn to try to win the SEC, it's an absolute 100% slam dunk must win. They've got to win. And so sometimes when you, when you must win to have a chance and, and not get too far away, sometimes it puts added pressure on you and – you end up getting beat. And Alabama, again, like I said, is playing at a high level. But if I had to pick, I, I would think Auburn's going to beat them. And, you know, uh, I agree with you. I told you, though, my feeling on Monday, still got 48-plus hours to change my mind. And who knows if I will or I won't. I doubt I will. Um, I think at the under-four timeout, when there's less than four minutes left for the last official timeout of the game, I think Auburn's going to be up close to double digits, if not double digits. Well, so I think there's a much better chance for the game to, like I told Charlie this morning, I think there's a much better chance for the game to end up a comfortable win for Auburn than there is for it to be a close final minute game. So are you are you insinuating that a double digit lead? With four minutes to go, the game's over. Depends on what the double-digit lead is. If it's ten, maybe not. But but I I I'm gonna think. I'll rephrase it for you. All right, because you can come back from t- from double digits in three plus minutes. Yes, you can. I don't think either one of us is gonna be extremely confident or have any level of confidence that Alabama can win the game at the under four timeout. That that's my that's my stance. Then that would be a, in my opinion, that would be a fourteen point lead or higher. Twelve to fourteen or higher. <laughs> I mean, yeah. especially if it's been that consistently. Yeah. For the yeah. whole, you know, like if Auburn, uh, you know, midway through the first half, builds a seven eight point lead and is up twelve at halftime, and it fluctuates between sixteen and ten. Throughout the second half, I don't know why I would think that all of a sudden it's going to be different in oh, the last three yeah, and a half minutes. I always minutes. feel like going into Auburn, you, somehow, some way, 
you got to weather the storm in the first in, in into the first media timeout. In, anything under 16 minutes, can you weather the storm? Because the place is going to be in a frenzy. You know, Alabama's going to play the way they're going to play. Auburn's going to play the way they're going to play. They're going to play at a high level. But can you weather the storm? Do they make shots? You know, early early in the game. And, or do a lot of those shots bang off? Because the shots that Alabama shoot, if you miss them, those balls are banging long and playing into Auburn's hands. I got you. That's true. And, and you know, with those point guards, they're going to get it up the floor in a hurry. No doubt. This could be a – I just don't see this being a track meet type game because I think Auburn's defense is, is good. I think for Alabama to be successful offensively, they're going to have to get shots off transition. And and this settling for a for a half court type deal, the way Auburn defends could be a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting getting points in the broken floor against them is probably better off. You know, when I mean broken floor, when if if Auburn turns the ball over, Auburn because Auburn will take some quick bad shots or too. Long rebound, you know, that will bang off their long. And in Alabama's going it, to, it could be a. It's going to be a fast-paced game with a, with a lot of scoring, I, I would anticipate. You heard Brian earlier say Alabama's playing with house money. I've had some pushback on that from some text, text saying, what, what do you mean? What does he mean Alabama's playing with house money? I think what he meant was, and he kind of alluded to it, he may have directly alluded to it, that Alabama's going to be in first place, win or lose, either a tie for first or alone in first yeah. when the game's over. I, I, will, I will say this. Uh, maybe playing with house money is is one way to put it. Another way to put it is it's a much more important game for Auburn 100%. than it is for Alabama. Alabama's already won the front end at home. Alabama's alone in first place coming in. I would say if Auburn loses that game on Wednesday, their chances of winning the league with eight games left are extremely uh, affected. Yeah, and and getting swept by Alabama if Alabama does right. win, and it that. would be the fourth straight win for for Oates over yeah. Pearl. And the question is too: Has Alabama learned anything from getting off to such a slow start at Georgia last week? I mean, they got off, they got down double, they got down like seventeen to four, seventeen to two, two. Uh, you know what the rebound uh, totals were? Late um, in the first half, uh, thirty-one to eight. Yeah, not not good. So I mean. <laughs> And, and, and that place is going to be energized more than Georgia was, but you know, so times a million. Have they learned, you know, kind of how not to get off to that slow start? Have they watched? Have they studied it? Have they tried to understand why they get off to such a slow start and not near of an environment they're going to be playing in on Wednesday night? Um, so, you know, I'm going to this hour we're going to get a prediction from you. All right, uh, no doubt about it. But I thought we would go back to the audio. And let you hear Nate Oates. Now, for some reason, Alabama's microphones that they use for post-game press conferences, there's a volume somewhere on their master board where they could turn it up. But literally, it just sounds like he's speaking not in a to a microphone at all. So we apologize. Uh, you can tell the recording is pushed way up so you can at least hear him. So we apologize. Compared to Bruce Pearl that we just had, uh, this isn't near the best quality. But this is after Alabama's 99-67 win at home Saturday night over Mississippi State. Raise your hands, please. We've, uh, 
been asking our guys to come out and try to put 40 minutes so both sides of the ball together. That's been the closest we've come. Is it this is a tough team, Mississippi State. They've been out rebounding twice all year. That was one of them. We challenged our guys after the rebounding debacle at Georgia. And it, that's, it was awful at Georgia. Bounced back. We did a great job. You know, it helped. You know, Moti Abate, I thought, played really well against Mississippi State at their place. We ended up getting them almost 20 minutes. He led us in rebounding. Changed one rebound away from a double double. Thought that's the best game he's probably played. He's getting more comfortable. Getting tougher, you know, playing spacing big like Cran at the five helps us be able to play Tibate a little bit more at the four. He, he's helping us, but uh, we challenge our guys. I thought we were a little soft at Georgia with the rebounds, defense to start to the game. I think they answered that pretty well. And we would chart those blue collar points. And I, I mean, I respect Mississippi State as much as anybody in this league. I think. I coached against Coach James back in the MAC. He's always had one of the hardest playing teams in his league. They still do. And, you know, they're a little banged up. I mean, TJ didn't play in the second half. So, but I thought for a, for a tough, hard-nosed, blue-collar team like Mississippi State, we, we did great. We almost doubled them. We charted the blue-collar points. We had us for 100, almost 120, 118 and a half. They had 64. So, you know, Motibate won the hard hat. I thought he's tough, physical, hard-nosed. I thought he played really well. So for a game where we didn't shoot it particularly great, we didn't shoot it awful, but we didn't shoot it great from three, and we were able to get to the, and we didn't get to the free throw line hardly at all. I mean, at one point in the second half, I think we played in the second half, we'd taken one free throw. So for not shooting it great and really not getting the line, you know, we've made a lot of other things go well. Second chance points and turn them over more than we've been turning people over. You know, we ended up with 27 points off turnovers, so I thought a lot of that was effort. We're getting our guys to play a little bit more aggressive on D, play harder, be more assertive. So I think they've, this is a really compliant group. When, when we make points that we need to improve on, they've done a pretty good job improving on. Hey, Kelly. Yeah, Kai Spears had uh, five. He had, he had in one minute, he had it's five points. He's a player now. He yeah. better produce when he gets in the game, right? Exactly. Uh, and he also drew a foul, two uh, free throws. Like, just what are your thoughts on what he was able to do? Happy for him. He's a kid that works really hard. It's all about the team. That gets in the gym, works with our guys, works on his own game. He's, he's coming. He doesn't get a chance to play very many minutes. And it's hard to be a walk on at this level, but, you know, Get him in, I'm going to get him in. He doesn't play scary. He went to the rim. He made his two free throws. He hit the one three head. A pretty productive uh, one minute and two seconds. So it's good. Tony. Speaking as someone that didn't play a lot but played well while he did, uh, Wage, not, not very often you see a 6'10 guy get two steals and two breakaway dunks. What do you see from him and what kind of boost do you provide you? We're going to. Have him take Sam Walters in a one on one session on how to convert breakaway dogs. Sam might have been a little tired there, but no, I mean, Bo plays hard. I mean, that's, you know, he's one of the worst in the country at fouls committed per 40. We've got to get him to stop fouling so much, but 
kind of his whole package is play hard, play aggressive. We got to get him to do it without fouling, but you know, turn some people over, got some deflections, made some big plays. So I was happy. Shoot, he couldn't play him any more minutes. I think he fouled out. Yeah, thought he's had quite a few foul outs in one amount of time. Maybe it's good with his foot. He can't play as many minutes because he fouls out quick. But in his 11 minutes, he's pretty good. Six points, three rebounds, plus 11 in 11 minutes. It's a pretty, pretty productive night. Nick Ellis. How are you assessing the job you guys did on Tolu's night? And how do you think the team has progressed when kind of guarding talent picks overall? I mean, we've gotten significantly better. Um, Tolu's one of the, maybe the best post up big in the league. You know, he still ended up with 23, so it wasn't great, to be honest with you. But we also. We didn't double much, doubled occasionally and turned them over some. You know, for a guy that doesn't handle the ball a ton, we turned them over twice. And I thought those were big. But, you know, Grant fouled out. So Grant did a great job on him last time. He thought he could guard him more one on one. He wasn't as good this time as last time. But, you know, we did an adequate job as a team. We did a pretty good job on their entire team. But we, we Probably got to do a little better, to be honest with you, but I, I thought it wasn't bad. Graded a B. I'm a, I'm a teacher by, by trade, or used to be. Hopefully not too many anymore, but we'll, we'll give it a B, C plus maybe. Chip. Nate, I'm a huge romantic comedy fan, and there was a moment under four minutes where it looked like your team had fallen in love with playing defense. Do you feel like this team's falling in love with playing defense and working harder more and more as the season goes on? Man, I hope so, because I thought from the 8 to 4, we fell in love with not playing defense. <laughs> so then maybe at the uh, we got some other more fresh bodies in at the under 4. I thought we did a fairly decent job closing it. I mean, it, it takes a really mature group to play really hard, even if you're up 30. We we got to mature a little bit, but we matured in the fact we came out and played hard for a majority of the game. But look, Mo Diabate, Mo Gay, like Rylan Griffin, I thought study. I mean, look at the job Rylan Griffin did on Josh Hubbard tonight. I mean, Hubbard went one for nine. Rylan's our tallest of the four yards we start, but we decided to put him on their shortest player because he's their leading scorer from the perimeter. He studied him, really locks into prepping himself to. to, to these matchups anytime he could get himself on Hubbard, he did. And I thought he did a great job. So we do have some guys more and more starting to trend that way. If we can get all the guys to fall in love with playing defense for the entire 40, we could probably do something this year. Charlie. Yeah, Coach, you mentioned Mo uh, Diabate quite a bit. So where have you seen him improve over the course of the season be able to produce like he did tonight? I mean, Mo's always been tough. Like, like the issue with Mo is he came here and had to have surgery, so he missed the entire summer and really didn't get to play any live stuff till almost right before our first game. So he missed the summer and the fall. He's now just getting comfortable with how we want him to play. We kind of had to figure out how maybe we want him to play. You know, he's tough enough. He can be like a small ball five. I mean, he's Tremont Green played small ball five for the Warriors. They won a few championships with him doing it. He's similar size to Tremont. He's actually showed him a lot of Draymond clips. How do you, you know, Draymond's okay shooter, but, you know, Mo Dibati can make a three, but he's much better handling it, getting to the rim, getting his teammates open. So, you know, we've had to 
kind of teach them how to play in our five-out offense without being a great shooter? How do you get your teammates open? How do you find <coughs> angles to get to the rim? How do you, you know, if you put them out there with Grant at the five and Grant can shoot and space the other team's five, or if the five ends up on him, he can drive the five. So he's gotten more comfortable in our offense. He's always been a tough guy. You know, even from the minute he stepped into practice, live stuff, I mean, he, nobody really wants to guard him because he's going to come downhill. You're going to take a shoulder through, through your chin. Like he's, he plays with some force and some physicality and he rebounds hard. So we needed a little of that. So when we were able to, he was able to get comfortable enough, we could put him in more. You know, I thought it made us tougher. I mean, shoot, he got it tonight and tough, you know, second chance point. He got the old board and made a tough play in the first half. Like, yeah, that's what he does. That sequence towards the end of the first half when Ryland shot the three straight threes and Bo and Jaron got the offensive boards. Is that sequence kind of like a dream sequence for you of what blue collar basketball is all about? Yeah, it was. I, I had goosebumps thinking about that as you brought it up. I was thinking about it when I was talking about Devontae because, and Jared too. Jared's come a long ways with how tough he's playing. He's always had some toughness to him, but he's doing it on a consistent basis now instead of picking and choosing when he's going to play tough. So, you know, Ryland, give him three chances. He's probably going to make one. He's better than a 33% shooter. So, yeah, I, I was fired up for that sequence. That was that exactly how we want to play. Like, we, we only shot 31% from three. That, that's not, we're closer to a 40% shooting team. But, you know, second chance points, we had 19. We had three and one that play. Uh, I thought that was huge. Chase. Coach, this was uh, Jaron's first time scoring double digits in a conference game. If, if he starts coming alive as a scorer, what does that do for this team down the stretch? Yeah, I mean, that allows us to play a little bit bigger. You know, we can kind of put the four guards in for offense, but if you got a 6'10 guy at the four shooting four, six from three, play bigger, rebound better, have some size on defense, and, and, and play him a lot more next to Grant at the five. So, you know, I thought, shoot, he could even play some five. He's, he's getting tougher in there. He can guard him. I mean, if you got him making threes like he is, and traditional fives are having to try to guard him on the offensive end, I mean, he can help us a lot. He, he's grown up a lot. Like I said, he's playing really hard. Sure, I'm looking, he led us in plus minus. And 22 and a half minutes, we're plus 29 with him in the game. So he's, he's come a long ways. He's starting to really show what we thought he could do for us. All right, so that's Nate Oates uh, after Alabama's big win. The AP poll is out, and there are a couple of surprises that Scott and I will address with you upon our return. Both polls are out. We'll make sure you hear where all the SEC teams are when we return to the Monday edition of the Max Roundtable. It's a college basketball edition here on the Max Roundtable. This is Mike Greenberg, and you're listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug on ESPN The Ticket in the River Region and on ESPN 106.7 in Auburn, Opelika. The thoughts and opinions of the host of the Max Roundtable do not necessarily represent those of Max Credit Union or other sponsors. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com Elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. We're Montgomery, Alabama. 
the place where the bus boycott gave birth to the civil rights movement. Did you know we are also a high-tech hub for education, on the cutting edge of the nation's cyber defense, and home to one of the few internet exchanges in the southeast? We have exceptional weather, great shopping, fine dining, a symphony orchestra, one of the largest Shakespearean theaters in the world, and 90 city parks. The capital of dreams. Proud of our past, poised for the future. Visit DreamMontgomery.com today. February is made for love, and Larry Puckett Chevrolet would love to thank you for helping make January a great month, and they intend to make February even bigger. Now, you may be asking yourself, how do they intend to do that? Easy. It's by offering the lowest car and truck prices in central Alabama. New 2024 models, cars, trucks, and SUVs are arriving daily. They even have some new 2023 models that they are giving year-end, year-begins deals. Larry Puckett needs used cars and trucks, so whether you have a trade-in or just an extra car you want to sell, bring it to Larry Puckett Chevrolet and get a great offer. You'll love the prices, you'll love the selection, you'll love the service, you'll love the financing, and you'll love your buying experience so much you'll want to tell your neighbors. That's why for umpteen years, Larry Puckett's customers have been doing the talking. Larry Puckett Chevrolet, Cobbs Ford Road in Prattville. Before you stop by, you can shop them online at LarryPuckett.com. Sometimes you've got to move. you got to get a bigger house. Why? Too much stuff. And maybe put some of your stuff in storage. Imagine that. There's a whole industry based on keeping an eye on your stuff. How true. Over the years, we accumulate more and more stuff that we don't want to part with. Sometimes the stuff is seasonal, such as Christmas decorations and lawn equipment. Carmichael Mini Storage has the room to store antiques, business files, books, even vehicles. Call them today at 271-6464 or stop by 4225 Carmichael Road to see where you can store your stuff. When it comes to your downtime, roll out the red carpet with top-of-the-line electronics at huge savings during Cohen's President's Day sale. Elevate everything you watch with a Sony 65-inch smart TV as low as $6.99 and the breathtakingly realistic sound of a Sonos Beam soundbar for only $3.99. You'll never pay a dime more than you should with Cohen's price match guarantee on electronics and ask about special financing too. Keep more presidents in your pocket with the President's Day deals at Cohen's. Think outside the big box stores. Think Cohen's. Shane is here from United, number one in the River Region when it comes to your indoor comfort. What's going on at United? We have some new and improved financing available. It is quick, simple, and we can get you qualified in just a couple of minutes. Get a new efficient system with monthly payments as low as $90 and with no down payment. The process is fast and hassle-free. Call today and ask about the new financing program. Locally owned and operated with well over 300 years combined experience, United takes care of thousands of families in the River Region every year. Call for a free estimate and let us educate you on all the latest technology. Free estimates, affordable pricing, new finance options, dependable service teams, and the latest technology. It's no surprise United is number one in the River Region. Stop throwing money away and call United today, 262-0247. Or visit unitedheating.net and check us out on Facebook. Alabama certification number 84560. United.
Hi, I'm Chris, and I want to tell you about an experience I had with a local Montgomery business. My wife's Japanese car needed some work after the warranty ended, so naturally, I took it to the dealership to get an estimate. The quote I got was outrageous, so after telling a friend about my experience, he told me to go see Ronnie at Japanese Auto. After looking over my car, the quote to fix it was much, much less than that of the dealer. I've now been using Japanese Auto for several years, and I'm always completely satisfied. So when your Japanese car needs to be repaired, take it to Japanese Auto on Mount Mags Road. You'll be very happy and your checking account will be happy too. Welcome back to the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos, brought to you by Max Credit Union. Get in touch one of three ways. Call 334-517-1210, text 334-313-1170, or email mrt at espntheticket.com. Before we get to the polls, we'll get Scott's thoughts on this. Scott and I kind of share the mentality of coaches today, especially the two basketball coaches in this state, since that's the sport we're talking about. I think look for every edge they can get when you go through a, you know, a tough Southeastern Conference schedule scott so i think they literally are looking for every possible edge oh there's no doubt you're trying to figure out you know what what will motivate my guys yeah what can i say to to my guys to get them motivated 100 percent. so we'll get to that shortly (laughs) scott is really no is the best (laughs) basketball analyst that i know to ask about things uh he'll he'll fill you in he's great at talking hoop nobody in this state is any better at it than scott sanderson and he comes from a family full of guys that can break down the sport for you but when it comes to social media scott is not your guy okay (laughs) scott's one of those that just looks for the hook doesn't matter who's holding the hook scott will bite the hook (laughs) scott will take the bait he comes in here today at the top of the hour going, Duck, did you see what happened with Michael Penix and Kalen DeBoer? Down at down the senior bowl, DeBoer, uh, DeBoer goes to put his arm around Michael Penix, and Penix pushes his arm away. And then he said to him, and it's on social media, Duck, I saw it. It's on social media. He said... I want to get. The, I want go on record. I want to go on record as saying, <laughs> "I do not. I do like not DeBoer. like Kalen DeBoer." <laughs> All right. So I immediately said to Scott, "Scott, there is no freaking way that happened." That's not exactly what you said, but we'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> and the so I did. It took me eight seconds <laughs> to figure this out. So there is a Twitter. Here's the deal. What Twitter and social media can be the best of times and the worst of times, depending on how gullible you are. (laughs) A lot of people do those quotes where they make it look really good, graphically really good, and it gets sent all over the place. The first one I remember was when the Washington Huskies coach from back in the day when Alabama was playing them in the playoff just ripped Alabama's team, and they made a big graphic about it. He didn't any more say that than he flew down from the moon. But people bought it. People are starting to catch on to it now. But Scott's not yet in that group. Here's what the 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 
parody account is Michael Penix Jr. That's the title of the parody account. At Big Penix. I just want to set the record straight. Yes, I did push DeBoer off of me. No, I do not like him. But I had to maintain a level of professionalism, professionalism, so I let him jump back in the photo. Case closed. Well, after just a little bit of research, <laughs> you can find out that, quite frankly... It was a parody account, and the video was reversed. So instead who's of been, who's instead of showing time doing all that people, but here's why I like I told you <laughs> they do because there are people like you <laughs> that will buy it hook, line, and sinker, I did. and that's why they keep doing it. And it, it literally is funny, funny, funny. If you go to this this deal, this uh, parody account, yep, it's a joke, but you looked. <laughs> I applaud you for checking to see if it was the real Penix account. Uh, just just pretty pretty funny stuff. Uh, but they do like each other. He spoke very highly of Kalen DeBoer down at the Senior Bowl. But uh, there you have it. So enough bashing of Scott today. Uh, let's look at the AP poll first. That seems to be the one that a lot of people. So we've already kind of determined that coaches look for anything. Agreed? Agreed. You do. 100%. Right? 100%. I make stuff up sometimes. Um, but you're not the first person to do that. Duh. I think Nick Saban used to make stuff up at Alabama. Totally Pen- believe how that. bad I wanted to win. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> uh, and do what you got to do, right? Auburn jumped up to number 12 in the poll. Auburn now 12th in the AP poll. Weren't they 13th last week? So they just jumped up one. Probably. Kind of surprising, actually, that they just jumped up one. Here's here's where I think Nate Oates will play a card. Two cards. Alabama moved up a lot, moved up 16 places. I mean, excuse me, eight places to tw- to 24. I mean, to from 24 to 16. Yeah. Guess who's at 15? The Gamecocks. Your alma mater. <laughs> the Gamecocks. The South Carolina Gamecocks, a team that Alabama <laughs> beat 27 a month ago. Uh, Auburn was 16th last week, so they moved up four spot. A team that Alabama beat 27 and is a game ahead of in the conference standings. And their strength of schedule, you may ask, like you would think that might matter a little bit, wouldn't you? Kind of, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? A little bit? Yes. Um, I'll just go, for strength of schedule, I like to go to BPI. Uh, That's ESPN's College Basketball Index. It has a resume tab on it, like strength of schedule. Well, they really go kind of on strength of record. Um, but I can look. Let me see. Under BPI, uh, well, let, let's find South Carolina in the resume. Strength of record. Alabama in strength of record is 13. Strength of record. That's who you've played, who you've beat, who they've played, all that. Let's find the Gamecocks. I'm curious. Their strength of record is eight. They have jacked and gone up considerably. I mean, massively high. 
They have South Carolina as a the uh, they go they have an S curve deal. They have Carolina all the way up as a two seed now. Really? They do. That's silly. I find that that's, that's incredibly silly. silly. That's silly. Um, I, I find it massively silly. I want to see where they are because I haven't looked. I want to see where they are in um, the net rankings. South Carolina in the net is 38. 38 in the net. Um, and, of course, Auburn and Alabama are top 10. But as a coach, you you don't play them again. So it's not like you've got the ability to, to have them square off. This is a team that they think is better than you. Yep. But won't you use that still? Top ranked, you know, the first place in the league by your by yourselves, guys. Yet the pollsters think three teams are better than you no, in your no own respect. league. No respect You're not getting card. any respect, Zero respect at all. So you think that will be said at practice today and tomorrow? Uh, multiple times. Get, get, get zero respect. But I, I honestly do believe that they get a lack of respect f- for the way he responds in the media. I believe that. I'll say this. I'm glad you brought that up. You're not a big fan of Nate Oates. I, I don't know. You know, there are a lot of people that over the last three or four years believed that his his that a lot of his brethren in the league didn't like Bruce Pearl. Like some of the time, it looked like Bruce Pearl should win Coach of the Year, and it goes to Rick Barnes or it goes to somebody else. And the, you know, Pearl, when it looked like he was going to win Coach of the Year, didn't win it. And a lot of the feedback that I got was about, well, he, he, his, his peers don't care for him. I believe after just kind of, well, I'm a body language kind of guy, okay? I'm just telling you, I'm the, I am that. I, I believe that Nate Oates now very well may be, and this is not something that would ever come out publicly. You know it and I know it. But I think if we gave the the 14 head coaches, Scott, in the Southeastern Conference some true serum and they had to, or even if you didn't do that, even if you just said this is off the record, nobody will ever know, won't you do, tell us who your least favorite colleague is in the league. I just have a feeling that Nate Oates would win that. I think part of Bruce Pearl's situation is is that he, he's been at Auburn for a while now, so he's further him removed himself from the trouble he had at Tennessee. So that doesn't that doesn't not really attach to him as much and as a, it was. And a lot of the, the coaches su- are younger now, Scott. They don't even know yeah. what happened and in Tennessee. The sustained success that he's had at Auburn with 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 no issues and Tennessee being so far back in the rearview mirror that, you know, you have a tendency to change your view about so and I think people's view of what he what he is and what he's done has changed over the last five or six years. So keep in mind, South Carolina was unranked last week. I believe they were twenty sixth, like first team out. They jumped ten spots or yeah. eleven spots. Yeah. From twenty six to fifteen. 15 yeah. Alabama went from 24 to 16. Yep. 
Uh, so they both made massive jumps. But but South Carolina should not have jumped Alabama in the poll. They shouldn't have jumped Alabama in the poll. And if truth be told, Kentucky should be behind Alabama as well. And they are in the AP poll. They are right behind Alabama the, in the AP the poll. The only team that should 17. be ahead of them, although they're not in first place, is probably Tennessee. I don't know. You, you don't think Auburn, with how the poll has gone, Oh, and Auburn. Yeah, I think, Auburn, I think, yes, I think yeah, Tennessee and Auburn, and Auburn yeah, are the two Auburn, schools yes. that I don't have the first but South problem Carolina, with. But South Carolina <clears throat> and Kentucky should not, especially the way Alabama's been playing the last few weeks. It's weird. South Carolina is ahead of Alabama in the AP poll, but behind Alabama, uh, I believe, in the, uh, the coaches' poll. Yeah. So it's interesting. Uh, there, there's no doubt. It, it's very an interesting thing. South Carolina just jumped to 20 in the coaches' poll, Scott. From, I, from 26 I, I, to 20, Alabama is 16th in both. I don't even know. You read it a minute ago, but I don't even know South Carolina's schedule to the house for the next eight games. But regardless of their schedule, they're gonna come. They're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna drop some just because of the recognition that they've gotten. Um, they they will drop some games here come down the stretch, I would think. I got to share one funny, then we're going to take a break. Did you see what happened with Janai Broom on the sidelines on Saturday? I didn't know. Something with Morgan Freeman. Yeah. I did not see it. It was weird because Janai Broom kind of went tumbling into the front row, and the lady broke his fall that was sitting next to Morgan Freeman. For some reason, Freeman grabbed the back of his jersey, had it in his hand. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, Janai Broom wasn't looking and thought it was an Ole Miss fan messing with him. So he swings his arm and knocks Morgan Freeman's arm off and then sees who it is and literally goes, oh, my God. I mean, like, he apparently apologized to him twice. One time right then, then the next time Auburn was down on that end of the floor, and he had a second, he went over and apologized to him again. I think that Janai Broom said after the game that he's one of his favorite actors and he felt awful about mm-hmm. doing it. But it goes back to the question, why did Morgan Freeman grab his jersey? Probably because he can. <laughs> I mean, I, I I first know. off, I don't know why Morgan Freeman's there. If anybody can open up that, that jar for me, is he? Is there some kind of connection with Ole Miss that I just have missed or have forgotten? But uh, Morgan Freeman was at that game in Janai Broom. It was really funny listening to Broom after the game talk about it. Scott and I are back right after this. This is ESPN's Laura Rutledge, and you're listening to the Max Roundtable on ESPN, The Ticket, and ESPN 106.7. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more, and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com Elevate. Max. Smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. Yeah, let's go, baby. You want a bud, man? Yeah, got to get right for this one. You know that's non-alcoholic, right? Say what? Bud with zero alcohol. Say what? Budweiser Zero, bruh. Say what? Budweiser Zero. Zero alcohol. Zero compromise. 
How much do you pay to get a two-piece suit cleaned at your dry cleaners? Is it over $20? Lily's Cleaners charges only $16. Lily's Cleaners also offers military discounts. And if you bring in 20 pieces to be cleaned, Lily's will deduct 20% off your bill. Lily's Cleaners on Dow Raider Road at the Atlanta Highway just behind Dollar Tree and just off the Eastern Bypass on the Lagoon Business Loop, which is the road that runs beside Walter Craig. Lily's Cleaners, where Price cleans clothes. Pucker up Montgomery and Prattville. Matt Parsley here from Budget Car and Truck Sales. And this month, I'm on a mission to help you fall in love with a nicer, newer car. So if your old rides left you brokenhearted, just say goodbye. I'll give you up to five grand more than Kelly Blue Book. Push, pull, or drag it in. Plus, I'm buying cars on the spot based on the car or the price you pick. You deserve to drive a car that makes your heart skip a beat. So bring me your old ride and kiss it goodbye because you could get way more than it's worth. Plus, I'm buying cars. Do other dealers leave you feeling lonely? My team's passionate about approvals. We kiss up to the banks and lenders that want to say yes. That's yes. Yes, yes, yes. Plus, I'm buying cars on the spot based on the price of the car you pick. But hurry, once I've helped 137 people, my lips are sealed and this deal is done. I'm Matt Parsley. I'm your dealer for the people. See all these smooch-worthy rides at BudgetSaysYes.com. That's BudgetSaysYes.com. Pucker up, Montgomery and Prattville. When you think of chiropractic care, I'll bet you only think of a doctor that can help alleviate back and neck pain. This is Dr. Bob Hollis of HealthStar Chiropractic, and I want to talk about another patient who came in, this time with knee pain. He said that he wanted to see if we could help him before he went to see an orthopedic doctor. Just like the patient with back issues I've been telling you about, after we stretched and adjusted his knee, he told us that he was walking upstairs the very next day without any pain. Many of HealthStar patients come looking for non-surgical options, and we help them maintain their aging bones and prevent the need for surgery. At HealthStar Clinic, we offer a wide variety of medical-based treatments that allow us to provide quick pain relief for suffering patients. You can see what all ailments we treat at our website, HealthStarClinic.com. We are located just off Taylor Road across from Applebee's and in Prattville on Cobbs Ford Road where you can now find me. Come by and let's see if we can relieve your pain. You might be pleasantly surprised by the results. Pizza Perfect is offering a super deal for you when you're watching all of the big games this month. In February, buy any large pizza and get $3 off. Pizza Perfect's buffet includes pizza, as well as spaghetti, breadsticks, salad, dessert, and drink for only $11. The buffet is available Monday through Saturday for lunch and for dinner on Tuesday, Friday, and Saturday. Pizza Perfect is also available for pickup and delivery. $3 off any large pizza in February at Pizza Perfect on Coliseum Boulevard in Eastbrook. It can get very cold in central Alabama during the winter months. Don't be left out. I mean, don't be left inside the cold. If your heater isn't heating like it should, call Bill Bradley today at 262-8368. They offer same-day service, seven days a week, for heating, cooling, and plumbing. Call Bill Bradley Services to come fix your home. Bill Bradley, central Alabama's ring dealer, also offers financing. Alabama certification number 84449. The Max Roundtable with Doug Amos brought to you by Max Credit Union rolls on. Doug would love to hear from you. Call 334-517-1210, text 334-313-1170, or email mrt at espntheticket.com. So, 
I love the fact that everybody knows how to use the text box. And I love the fact when I say that I miss something, I will get not one, not 10, not 20, but about 30 responses. And I'm very appreciative of it. I've now looked it up. For all those who think out there that Morgan Freeman is an alum of Ole Miss, you are wrong. He never went to college. So he's not an alum of the school. He is a big fan of the school and of its athletic team, Scott, because he lives nearby and he comes to a lot of games. But no, he did not go to school there. But I do appreciate, and now I feel like I've read his his life story. I feel <laughs> like I know uh, Morgan Freeman better than I know some of my some of my relatives. Somebody just texted this, Scott. I'll uh, I'll let you. Um, respond to this if you'd like um he goes i'm sure alabama having six losses factors in how some people voted with that many i wonder why they are ranked as high as they are you want to fill them in or you want me to fill them in you go ahead because they played the toughest schedule in the country yeah uh you know all you got to do if you want we'll just look at the games alabama alabama's lost a competitive game to number two, uh, a blowout. They did get blasted by number six, uh, but they also, uh, where's Arizona? They played a competitive game until the last four minutes against Arizona. Uh, they were competitive at Creighton, uh, and, and they played some tough teams. They also beat by 30 a team that uh, is now in the coaches' top 25, uh, and that's um, – uh, Indiana State. Well, excuse me. Apparently, Indiana State just outside the top twenty-five, um, but it, they, they are a team that is. Um, I don't. I, I don't think the the law. Wisconsin sixteen and six. They're ranked eleventh in the country. Yeah. I, and I'll say this, and I'll say it a lot. I've already said it a lot. I think people that vote in polls are lazy. They don't research. They don't, they don't research. Yeah. They look at how, how'd you do this week? What were you last week? How'd you do this week? I'll adjust accordingly. Yeah, yeah. I would believe there's a lot, a lot of truth to that. Do you, are you watching? Are you actually putting your eyeballs on these games and watching and seeing how teams are are getting better or improving or getting worse or you know having bad home losses or you know when Kentucky loses two games at home against Florida, who's just okay. And then you can get beat by Tennessee. You know why they didn't drop more, especially with those games being at home. Is you know I understand the you know Kentucky being Kentucky, and that's why they didn't. But any other team, like you said earlier, they would have dropped more. I totally believe that for a second. Uh, I mean, I believe it. Uh, absolutely believe it to be true. Um, okay, now finally, ESPN has both polls uh, out there: UConn one, Purdue two, North Carolina three, Kansas four, Houston five, Tennessee six, Marquette seven, Arizona eight. That that those are the exact same in both polls. I was telling somebody just yesterday, that, 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 probably more so than ever. There's there's eight to ten teams probably that could, that can win a national championship this year. You know, and and I tend to. I mean, I, I would bet this. I would bet last year, if I'd have asked you on January 5th, February 5th, which is where we are today, to tell me how many teams, if, if you'd said eight and I'd have got you to reel off the eight, yeah. I would bet you that San Diego State wouldn't have been in the mix. No. You would not have listed them. But this now with, with the transfer portal and with rosters getting good, here's why I think Alabama – 
could play better in the postseason maybe than they did last year with not as good a team because they've got some age on this team. Sears has been around a long time. So has Nelson been around a long time. Uh, You know, when you've got some maturity, keep in mind last year, Alabama's two best players. Freshmen. Freshmen. And, you know, you had Quinterly and you had Sears, but their two go-to best two guys that they could not do without were those two dudes. And they're getting paid to play now. Um, So... Uh, I don't know. Sears is what? In his fourth or fifth year? Yeah. I, I know he could come back and play another year. He won't, I doubt. Nelson could come back and play another year. He won't, I bet. But um, having guys that have been around in your program for a long time or been in college basketball for a long time just makes a huge difference. Just just understanding how to win close games, you know, how to execute down the stretch, offensively, defensively, shots to take, shots not to take, you know, uh, and and I say it all the time on the show that most games are lost or not won. Most game, most teams lose games instead of win games, and and older teams more times than not, you know, do a better job of, of, of just winning games, you know, late and uh, and late in the game, understand how to execute and get the right shot. Um, you know, and talk to this, Scott, because I mean, it's it's what you've re- you've heard it a lot. Um, is a guy that listens to our program is responding said, "Yeah, but they didn't win any of those games. The games that you're saying they played in the non-conference, they didn't win any of them. But it helps their net dramatically, even though they didn't win any of them. And I think it has prepared them." To play better in this league, uh, and I think he's got it. I think he's got. I agree with you. You know, I, I early in the season I said, well, I mean, he's played an unbelievable schedule, but he hadn't won any of them. But I do believe in preparation for the SEC. Now they're eight and one or whatever they are. It, it's eight helped. It's helped them there. You know, just the overall strength of schedule um, helps you. You know, and, and now there's so many teams every year that are getting left out of the NCAA tournament because their lack of strength of schedule, and that's not going to be out. Alabama's case, and I think Alabama's eight and one in the SEC. A lot to do with the schedule they played in the preseason. I I, I believe that too. Uh, they have won some games in the last four minutes of games yep. in the league. You know, games where they perhaps did not play as well. One of the two halves, and they had to dig deep and hang on to win. One's Auburn. You know, played well in the first half. Auburn. Punched them in the mouth in the second half, but Alabama got it done late. Uh, and there are a few other games like that. We'll see how Wednesday's game plays out. I'm ready to take your prediction. So uh, you're eligible for the contest just like everybody else. So I'll just walk you through it, Scott. I need a score. First, we're going in chronological order here in the basketball gonna game. Who's going to win, right? Who's going to win and the score yep. and how many points Janai Broom scores. 85-78, Auburn. Janiah Broom is going to score 20. 85-78. Auburn by 7 and Broom with 20. Well, the reason I say 20 is because he should get at least 12 to 15 shots in that game um, with who's guarding him. I got you. I got you. All right. Uh, Super Bowl. Chiefs and 49ers in mm. Las Vegas. I have the Chiefs winning. Do you need a score? Yep. And I need to know how many yards – uh, Patrick Mahomes passes for. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna win. And you like cash, okay, right? You wouldn't yeah, mind yeah. winning. They're, some gonna, cash. they're gonna win. Um, 
21. 31-21. How many Mahomes. passing yards for Mahomes? He's going to throw for 250. All right. Let's get you on here. Understand you have a new family member at the house? Oh, we do. Named Willow. You got a uh, German Shepherd <laughs> named Willow. Half Willow, half Husky. And uh, my wife went out to visit the grandkids uh, this week, and they had seven puppies. And she said she felt sorry for them having seven puppies. And I'm not buying that story at all. And and on the plane, I didn't know you could bring dogs back. She put the little dog in a little satchel, and we have us a new dog at the house. Right, did you have the dog in the plane, or did they have to pack it no, underneath? she had the dog in the plane, on the plane, under the seat in the plane. Are and you kidding Yes, yes. I said, well, did it make a sound like it's making right now? <laughs> <laughs> and she said, absolutely not. But, you know, our German Shepherd about six months ago died, and so right. Tilly's been our lone dog, and I've had to hear for six months how lonely Tilly is, and so now we have I love it. Willow in the house. And you're happy about it oh we're extremely happy <laughs> it doesn't matter i don't have much you, say you don't so get matter. much no, say at all no. on that. all i know is on the way over to church yesterday we were stopping by PetSmart to get all the doggy Everything treats and food yeah. and, I got and, and she had to research and read what doggy treats were the best for this dog and that I dog it. i mean it's crazy I love it. hey thanks buddy we all appreciate right, it all right, all right. First off, you went to the wrong place. If you went to PetSmart, should have gone to Petland. They'd have helped you much better uh, than that. We want to thank Pizza Perfect real quick for supplying us lunch today. You know what uh, Elmer gets done over there, 428 Coliseum Boulevard, the absolute best pizza buffet you'll ever find. Monday through Friday, 1030 to 130. Saturday all day, 11 to 8. Tuesday and Friday, they are open. The buffet is from 5 to 8 at night. They have a Valentine's deal. $3 off any large pizza the whole month of February. Get by and see Elmer and the gang at Pizza Perfect. Bill Cameron joins us right out of the timeout. We head to hour three on the Max Roundtable. This is Dory Noka. You're listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos on ESPN The Ticket and ESPN 1067. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. 107.5 is W298BC Montgomery, ESPN The Ticket. It was 1917. Charlie Chaplin appeared as the Little Tramp, Walt Disney graduated from high school, and Woodrow Wilson was re-elected president. And in Montgomery, Chris has sold their very first hot dog. Move forward to the 1950s. Hank Williams was hanging out at Chris's. Up through the 70s and 80s, many stars and politicians discovered Montgomery's little secret. Jump ahead to the new millennium, Riverwalk Stadium, the alleyway, and the new downtown. It's now 100 years later, and Chris's is still serving their world-famous hot dogs at 138 Dexter Avenue. How long has it been since you've tasted the city's most famous hot dog? Make Chris's part of your family history. Still family-owned and operated, Chris's makes every hot dog and hamburger to order. Take Chris's to your next part of your event. Call-in orders are welcome online at chrishotdogs.com and on Facebook. Chris's Famous Hot Dogs. Taste the tradition. The day is done. Come in home. 
it's time to let it go. It's the moment to unwind. So just say, bud, and pour the king of beers and settle back and please yourself. Cause when you say, Budweiser, Anheuser Bush, St. Louis. Hitching a ride to the lake, hauling a camper, whatever your adventure, trust Basil's Truck and Camper to help you haul your toys. The state's only draw tight hitch pro, Basil's can install hitches, camper shells, and truck accessories. Whether you need a fifth wheel hitch or a BMW gooseneck hitch, Basil's Truck and Camper stands ready to hook you up. Basil's is home for rock solid, the best in enclosed trailers. Visit Montgomery's most trusted dealer, see their hitches, camper shells, trailers, truck accessories, and more by visiting 507 Northeastern Boulevard or cruise by basilstc.com. Here are the top 10 reasons why you should store your vehicle at the Montgomery Garage. Number 10, the weather in Montgomery is rainy, hot, humid, and very unpredictable. Number 9, your friendly neighborhood association and their rules. Number 8, your wife, enough said. Number 7, the Montgomery Garage staff who are helpful, courteous, and professional, and most importantly, on-site. Number six, that vehicle has been an important family member for over 25 years, and you won't just store it anywhere. Number five, your vehicle is so nice, others like to dream about it, <coughs> it being theirs. Number four, the Montgomery Garage is a community of vehicle enthusiasts who don't mind sharing their knowledge and expertise. Number three, the rates are the same for every car, whether you own a Pinto or a Porsche. Number two, you can buy time and work to eventually get that vehicle back in to action. Number one, you want your vehicle to be in a safe, secure, climate-controlled storage environment. Whatever your reason, come see us at the Montgomery Garage, Montgomery's only exclusive vehicle storage facility. Visit us on the web at themontgomerygarage.com. At Stanley Steamer, we go beyond carpet cleaning. We're also experts at cleaning air ducts. The average home collects up to 40 pounds of dirt, dust, and allergens in its air ducts each year. Stanley Steamer thoroughly cleans your air ducts and every part of your ventilation system, making your home cleaner, healthier, and more energy efficient. And that helps you breathe easier. Call now about a free in-home air duct inspection. Call 1-800-STEAMER. Stanley Steamer gets your home cleaner. Hi, I'm Chris, and I want to tell you about an experience I had with a local Montgomery business. My wife's Japanese car needed some work after the warranty ended, so naturally, I took it to the dealership to get an estimate. The quote I got was outrageous, so after telling a friend about my experience, he told me to go see Ronnie at Japanese Auto. After looking over my car, the quote to fix it was much, much less than that of the dealer. I've now been using Japanese Auto for several years, and I'm always completely satisfied. So when your Japanese car needs to be repaired, take it to Japanese Auto on Mount Meg's Road. You'll be very happy... And your checking account will be happy, too. The best sports in the Montgomery area can be found on WTXK, Pike Road, Montgomery, ESPN, the ticket. Time now for Hour 3 of the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos, brought to you by Max Credit Union on ESPN, the ticket in the River Region, and on ESPN 1067 in Auburn, Opelika. To talk sports, call 334-517-1210 or send him a message into the Pig Enterprises text box at 334-313-1170. Enjoy today's final hour at the Roundtable. Brought to you by Max Credit Union with locations in the River Region, Auburn, and Opelika. Max, smart money, made simple. All right, Bill Cameron joins us as we begin hour number three. It's his time on a Monday. We go back and forth between him and Dan Peck. 
Good mo- Good afternoon, my friend. I hope you're well. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm, uh, I'm having a tough time telling the difference between morning and afternoon over over the last few days. I understand. I understand. Yeah. What's going on in your world, buddy? Well, let's see. I, I retired from the university effective February first, so Wednesday was my last day of having to, of getting up and and going to the office. So uh, right now, it just feels like a long weekend. I'm I'm sure it'll start feeling uh, even different. But yeah, the wife retired uh, the the first week of January and. Uh, now it's, uh, it's just radio and, and what all I can do around the house. I love it. A lot of, uh, honey doodles, but congratulations, man. You, uh, you put in a lot of time for that university. There's no doubt about that. So, uh, has it been weird though? Um, well, it's only been, I guess, two days, right? Friday and Monday. Yeah. Yeah. This is just the third, you know, weekday that I haven't been there. So it just sort of feels like either vacation or, long weekend that's what i'm saying in a few days i'm sure it's gonna it's gonna really be odd but uh i'm not having any trouble sleeping later yeah i wish i could say the same on days oh, that come I'm on off. Now. you're sleeping later than you used to now you got that right uh <laughs> now that that is so very true uh my question is 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 Witten going to get more out of you over there at the auburn network now now that you got more time uh not for the same not for the same deal i don't think yeah, you're you're always willing to work deals, right? Rework oh, deals. Yeah. yeah, let's renegotiate. I'm with you. Hey, um, yeah, especially especially when I get that first retirement check, we'll see we'll see how how far that goes. Exactly, Bill. You know, I have a a guy that is every bit as passionate about college basketball as I am. That, and we talk all the time just about looking at the different metrics and looking at different things. And of course, we're now to this week where it, you could literally make the argument, if you agree that Alabama is Auburn's biggest rival in anything, and I tend to believe that. I don't believe Auburn has different biggest rivals depending on the sport. Uh, that, I don't. Maybe you do, but I think no, no, I don't. Alabama is its biggest rival in baseball, basketball, football, tiddlywinks, gymnastics, <clears throat> everything else. If you believe that, and I were to tell you that this is the first time in Auburn basketball history that they will have hosted Alabama with both teams being in the national polls, ranked in the national polls, how far off would I be if I were then to stretch that to say, because of what's on the line, a chance to tie for first in the league, or maybe if Auburn doesn't win, seeing its chances to win the league kind of dwindle a bit, is it crazy to say that this is one of, if not the biggest games Auburn's had in basketball at home in quite some time, if not ever? You know, I hadn't really thought about it uh, in that context, but it's hard to argue with that. Uh, I, I'm a little surprised that it's the first time they both that that Auburn and Alabama have yep. played at Auburn, both ranked. Yep. Has it ever happened in Tuscaloosa? Three times because, in I mean, they, three times in Tuscaloosa. Okay. One one time in Montgomery. 
1955, Auburn was 20, Alabama was 16, Alabama won 99-78. In 75, number 14, Auburn played number 9, Alabama, in Tuscaloosa. Alabama won 77-53. In 1987, Wimp and Sonny, 17th-ranked yep. Auburn, uh, played in Tuscaloosa against 13th-ranked Alabama. Alabama won 88-82. And then just a couple of years ago, January 11, 2022, number 4, Auburn beat number 24, Alabama, 81-77. Those are the only four times the teams have played in their history with both teams being ranked in the top 25. You could have won a lot of money from me if you'd asked me that before I knew the answer. Yeah, I would have thought that there would have been one of those times back with Wimp and Sonny uh, or, or, you know, one of the times over the last uh, three or four years where that would have happened. So that's really interesting. And, and it is a, there's no question, it is a, it is a huge game for Auburn. It's probably more important for Auburn than it is Alabama. I think so. With the game being played uh, at Neville. I agree. I mean, and listen, anything can happen in the last eight games of the season. We get it. There's no question about it. But if Auburn, this is why I think the game is so critical for Auburn, Bill, and and I think you'll agree with me here. If Auburn does not beat Alabama on Wednesday night, they're in the middle of a pretty tough stretch here. uh, Pretty tough? Yeah, really, really tough. And if if they're two games back of Alabama, when they go to Florida, South Carolina at home, Kentucky at home, at Georgia, at Tennessee, you know, that's a stretch where you would have to perform better than you may be capable of as far as wins and losses to get back in the race. Yeah, because, you know, until until last week, um, Florida and South Carolina, you know, nobody nobody was thinking that much about them until you've seen what South Carolina's done their last couple of times out and. And Florida going to Lexington and knocking off Kentucky. So yes, this is this is a brutal, brutal stretch, and you can't afford to lose any home games if you're going to stay in the race. You know, Kentucky just lost two in a row at home, uh, yep. and so I, you know, they now have four losses. I don't think they have. I don't think they're going to be in the running in the last two or three games in the league. I think they're going to be out of it because of that thing you just mentioned. Um, I. We've all you and I have always known this. We've covered this league in basketball since the the eighties and nineties. the The recipe to win this league is to win them all at home and find a way to win four or five on the road. If you lose one at home, you just seem like you're behind the eight ball a bit. Yeah, what you need to try to do is win them all at home. And, you know, go better than 500 on the road. That's what you have to do if you're going to try to win. Because if you do that, then you're 14 and 4. 14 and 4 gives you a shot. Doesn't guarantee you, but 14 and 4 would put you in pretty good shape. Yeah, ain't no doubt about it. I don't think there's any doubt. So tell me, uh, I know you're not on campus anymore for your work, but you'll have a really good feel for the excitement of what's next. Auburn coming off maybe one of the best offensive halves it's had in the Bruce Pearl era <laughs> or any era, when you look at the numbers that Auburn put up in the second half in Oxford, it just makes you sh- scratch your head. Scott Sanderson just couldn't believe it uh, when I reeled off the offensive numbers that, that Auburn enjoyed Saturday afternoon. So you're coming off of that. 
and you got Alabama coming in ahead by itself in the league, I just can't imagine this play. And, and maybe you'll say, Doug, it can't get any more crazy than it always is when Auburn's got a Southeastern Conference team in here. But I, I would think that there will be a different feel in the two hours leading up to tip-off and then during the body of that game. What say you? Yeah, I mean, there is a little bit of the – it's hard to imagine it being much more electric than it's been a few times uh, with with Alabama coming in. But, but no, I I think you're right. The anticipation of this is uh, just just amazing. I mean, everybody's looking for tickets. How are they going to get in? Uh, Squeeze me in. I don't care if I've got a seat. I mean, I'm hearing – I'm hearing all those kinds of things. And, uh, yeah, what Auburn did the other day is uh, something that, that, you know, I've been wondering why they, why they weren't really trying to do that more, and that's just go ahead and attack the basket, go inside more. They've been doing the inside-out game pretty well. But, uh, you know, in the first half, they settled for a few threes. They didn't really try to attack and either draw fouls or go ahead and, and uh, take it hard to the basket. They did that in the second half. And Ole Miss had no answer. I mean, that's going to be really interesting because that should be Auburn's strength. On the other hand, Alabama is uh, as good a shooting team as you're going to find. Leading, you know, I mean, they're they're right there. If they're not still, they're they're right there at the top of the nation in scoring. Auburn's been pretty good against the three. Uh, I, I think Auburn uh, Auburn feels pretty good about the matchup just because of the way the second half went up in Tuscaloosa. I think it's going to be a I think it's going to be a raucous, wild crowd, and and look for there to be some. I mean, some serious runs. I would think by both teams. You know, I I, I guess, uh, and you know me, I, I try to look at things and and take the heart out of it. Um, but I, but I just have a hard time seeing a scenario, considering how much this game means and how Auburn's got to have it. And the way Auburn plays defense compared to how Alabama plays defense and how Alabama's now playing the game with Nelson playing a five and going smaller in the other four, it just looks like a bad matchup for Alabama. I I told Scott today, I think at the under four timeout, it's going to be a double-digit plus lead for Auburn. Well, I don't. I don't know about that. Um, I, I do think things do favor Auburn with it being at Neville. Like I said, Auburn's been pretty good um, guarding the three, and and Janai Broom has shown. You know, he's he is so atypical of most most fives. You talk about Grant uh, moving out and and being a stretch five. Janai can do that too, and he can def- he can defend guys out there on the perimeter. What Auburn's got to do. What they didn't do against Alabama the first time, they didn't do it against Mississippi State the next game. They've got to not allow second and third shots. That's what killed them in those two road losses. If they can, if they can defend the glass a little bit and hold Alabama to, and I know when you're shooting threes, you're going to get some long rebounds. But if they can just limit that and keep it, you know, around ten or fewer offensive rebounds then I think they've got a really good shot. You know, I've looked around. It appears to me, I had a friend send me a picture of this. One ticket, the lowest ticket, the the least expensive ticket that you can get in a reserve seat 
is $195, and it's way up in the corner in the second deck. Um, I'm betting that there will be some tickets on the on the you know secondary market, secondary market. that oh, are going to yeah. go for massive amounts. Yeah, I've already seen a couple. Now I think these may be uh, you know seats down in the lower level, but I've I've seen folks asking better than a thousand dollars each. Wow, I mean I, I'm looking now. I I'm at StubHub. I'm just I just want to look and see if I just want one stinking ticket. If I would just I'm not taking anybody. Not stupid enough to do that. There are some, uh, you know, standing room only tickets for yep. for less. But if you're talking in the lower bowl, yeah, you uh, want to sit in the lower bowl. Good luck. Yeah, it's, it's going to be hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Yep. I, I see some at StubHub for. Yeah, you know, um, here's one for five thirteen, seven twenty two. It's it's a tough ticket, and my guess is that Auburn will do a pretty good job of keeping the visiting fans from getting tickets. Oh yeah, I, I would think it's going to be really, really tough. Uh, there, there, there's so many folks that you know. We've got a situation where you know I, I have two season tickets along with my media pass, and there's. Uh, there, there's two sons and their wives and my wife. <laughs> so, I mean, you, you've got a lot of people that uh, are, are used to going to ball games and hoping to try to get in that are going to try to figure. Yeah, so I, I, I think that most Auburn people, I guess green, green may be a little stronger than the orange and blue at times, but this one's going to be tough for there to be a lot of crimson. You know, I, I said this, and I, I wanted to pick your brain on this a little bit. You know, I've, you and I have had the discussion, you know, on the air and off the air. We thought probably Bruce Pearl should have won more SEC Coach of the Year awards at Auburn than he has won, if he has won any. And we wondered if if a lot of the, the, the brethren, a lot of the colleagues in the league just didn't care for him. I think that's gone away. I think Pearl, a lot of people have spoken highly about what he's done at Auburn now. I think he's further removed from what happened in his previous stop. A lot of the coaches in the league probably don't even know much about it. (laughs) But I I tend to believe that Nate Oates, if you had to ask me, if, if we took a vote of all 14 coaches and we kept it private, of their least favorite coach in the league, I kind of think Nate Oates might win that award. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about that. I, I don't know. I mean, both uh, both coaches are pretty outspoken, um, and I, I know that sometimes there there are people that uh, uh, you know uh, aren't crazy about some of the non basketball things that get said at times from Bruce. Although I obviously I don't have a problem with it, and a lot of uh, most Auburn people don't either. But I think there there's some folks that do the voting, and I don't know that it's always the coaches. There's some folks that do the voting that uh, go back uh, a, a long way yeah. pre-Tennessee, you know, back back to the, uh, the to the uh, you know, 25 years ago. And, and the and Big Ten. still holding yep. a grudge. So, yep. yeah, I don't know. Um, I hadn't really thought about that. Uh, I don't, we see those guys more than we see the others. I'd have to, I'd have to sort of rethink and look uh, as to, you know, who are the most likable or coaches that uh, people just uh, – sort of you know are irritated by i understand i understand i think i think fair or not i think nato still 
takes a lot of pushback for what happened last year with Brandon yep. Miller. Um, I think also with how he's handled a few things uh, in front of the microphone uh, this year a couple of times. And uh, I just think if you're not an Alabama fan, that you probably don't care for him too much. And I think the Alabama fans could care less how you feel about him. Uh, well, and that, that, that's the way that's the way it is. It's funny. We were watching, you know, as we were watching the game the other night, my wife and I were talking about it. I mean, and there are Auburn fans that can't understand, you know, how could how could anybody not love uh, all their players? And I'm thinking Auburn, Auburn fans hated Katie Johnson when he was at Georgia. They love him now. <laughs> and uh, you know, Auburn's got a few guys that can uh, get under the skin of not just the opposing players, but fans. But when they're yours, you like them. You think, oh, they've, they've just got a flair when, when they're on, on other teams. <laughs> you feel that way sometimes about the players and the coaches going, you know, those are jerks. But uh, you never feel that way if they're yours and they're winning. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. So taking into account, I think Scott said this. I'm just repeating what he said. I think Alabama's entering the game with a lot of confidence. I think Auburn's entering the game with confidence now, sweeping games last week, winning on the road, getting that quad one win. Um, You know, I'm kind of taking a look because I wanted to see – how soon the Auburn students will be camping out. And I think the bad weather has gone away. Tuesday night, it is going down to about 36. But uh, I got a feeling that the students may be missing some classes uh, on Wednesday to make sure that they grab one of those student section seats. Yeah, I would think that uh, lunchtime tomorrow, you'll, you'll see the beginning, the beginnings of the line. Uh, out there, you know, Auburn hadn't lost at Neville since Alabama beat them just almost exactly a year ago. Yep, they did, um, and it—I uh, suspect long memories will be. I had this text, and they're kind of right. The, the, the Nathan texted in and said he still thinks that Cal and, and Musselman are the most disliked coaches I in think, the league. I think I do think I think Eric may be there at the top of the list. You know, I do got to say this about Musselman. You know, we had a guy on last week that's the um, the executive director of the Bobblehead Hall of Fame. Uh, uh-huh. And so I was just looking at some of the collegiate ones that are available uh, for whatever school you may pull for. There's a bunch of neat ones for Auburn. And uh, there is actually an Eric Musselman bobblehead. And I've got somebody in Fayetteville checking to see if it's actually life-size. Because he's about that <laughs> short. Oh <clears throat> uh, yeah, hey, I, yeah. I, he, I, I'd have, I'm sorry, I'd have to put him at the top of my list. Yeah, I, he would. He would. He would definitely be at the top of mine. Talk to me before I let you go about Auburn football uh, losing the um, defensive line coach to the NFL. Uh, Garrett's gone. Uh, yep. What are you hearing about that? And and Bill, is this going to be the the rule now instead of the exception with college coaches going to the NFL? How can it not? I mean, until something is done, uh, I mean, you're asking so much more of college coaches than you are NFL coaches. NFL coaches, you know, uh, Don Dunn's on on with me while Dan when Dan's on the road, right. which has been a lot lately. And, you know, he's talking about his friends in the game 
There's just there's so much more demand. It is 24-7, 365 for college coaches with the transfer portal and, and the early recruiting and everything. NFL coaches, um, they're, they're going to get breaks. They're going to get a, a nice break here for the spring into the early summer, and college coaches don't get anything like that. And um, they're just – the only thing I think is going to keep more of them from going is there are only so many spots in the NFL. But, but uh, when when they're given that opportunity, it's hard, especially for for coaches that have younger children and want to be around their family a little bit more. And that's the situation with Jeremy. Jeremy Garrett was doing an outstanding job. I mean, it was already bringing in a really good defensive line class for next year. He'd been in the L, uh, the NFL for a couple of years before he joined uh, Hugh Freeze a couple of years ago. And uh, it, it, it's going to be very difficult, I think, to keep keep any coaches that, that really just want to coach and, and have more time for themselves and their families. Uh, and, you know, it's going to be tough to keep them from, from looking at the NFL. So where does Auburn go? Um, the, the top, the first two names we've heard, and the first one obviously is no surprise, a guy that, um, is very familiar with Auburn. That's Rodney Garner. But it'll be interesting to see this Hugh Freeze go that route. Rodney and Charles Kelly uh, were, were teammates at Auburn. So, I mean, uh, they they have a prior relationship. But then there's Kyle Pope, who had been with Hugh Freeze at Liberty before being at Memphis for the past few years. And he was just recently named the defensive line coach at Georgia Tech. Uh, he's another name up that, that we're hearing to keep an eye on. And, you know, it's uh, uh, it's not, like, urgent that you have to have them right now since we're in a dead period. But I think with spring practice getting started in less than a month, you want that defensive line coach in to become familiar with the players and the uh, terminology and, and the scheme. So uh, I, I, would, I would expect Auburn's got a new defensive line coach in place before the end of the week, but we'll just have to wait and see. Now, listen, uh, you – I'm sure you have a different view than me. If I, I would just think, I mean, I know Rodney Garner's an Auburn guy, but heavens, man, he's been all over the place. He was at Auburn for eight years in his last deal. Uh, he's been at Tennessee since 21. He was at Auburn the previous times, as Tennessee and Georgia previous times. I would, if you had your druthers, would you rather have him or would you rather have the guy that Freeze is familiar with and knows what he can do with the kid, the guy at Georgia Tech? What, what would, where would you go on that? You know, it's really, it's really interesting. I don't know how, you know, how, uh, how hot the fire is still burning with Rodney. Yeah. I believe he still has, I believe he still has a house here and family here. So, uh, you know, Rodney may want to come back and, and wrap things up here. He's still been pulling in pretty good players there at Tennessee, but he's 57. Uh, Kyle Pope, on the other hand, is a young, energetic guy. I mean, not that Rodney doesn't have any energy. If you've ever been around Rodney, uh, you, you know that. But um, I, I, I think it's really interesting. I guess it'll be up to DJ Durkin and Charles Kelly to uh, to sort of make that decision along with, with Hugh Freeze. So they've they've added a couple of older guys. So I, I I'm just sort of thinking it may be – um, they may want somebody that's a little younger, and that would be Kyle Pope. Not to say those are the only two candidates. Sure. Trey Scott's been mentioned. Yep. Uh, he's the Georgia defensive line coach. Um, that would seem to be uh, – where did what's Scott's background? Do you know? 
Uh, he, yeah, he, he was, he was with you as well. Okay. So he's got, got tenfold. Uh, he's got some time with a relationship with you. All right, Bill, the, the normal Monday show for you today, buddy. <clears throat> yeah, actually Dan's in town for the only time wow. this week before he, before he heads out to, let's see, where is it? Old Dominion and Bowling Green this week. So Ew. he'll be in. Brian Matthews from AuburnSports.com uh, will be on with us as well. You the man, buddy. We appreciate your time. Have a great week. All right, you too, Doug. You bet, buddy. We're way behind. we got to take a break. It's the Monday edition of the Max Roundtable. This is the SEC Network's Roman Harper, and you're listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug on ESPN The Ticket and ESPN 106.7. The thoughts and opinions of the host of the Max Roundtable do not necessarily represent those of Max Credit Union or other sponsors. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. I'm Gordon Stone, mayor of the town of Pike Road. And it is a great blessing to share with you a story about how our town's people are willing to invest. Over the past few years, Pike Road has been one of Alabama's fastest growing communities because we invest in education, services, and character. We invest in the look and feel of our neighborhoods, town centers, parks, and trails. We also invest in our schools. It is an honor to serve in a place where we have added three campuses to our school system in four years. Further, we have achieved this with excellent stewardship. Our bonds have sold at a AA-plus rating, and we have maintained an overall reserve of more than 10 we have excellent and efficient services because of our tremendous partners like the three fire departments manned by great volunteers, the Montgomery County Sheriff's Office, a water provider, two sewer partners, two gas companies, multiple digital providers, two electrical partners, a road maintenance partner, and recently a new sanitation company. These partners give Pike Road citizens the chance to benefit from efficiency and the best of technology. We are so thankful for our partners and our citizen support. Come see us in Pike Road and welcome home. I'm Don Duncan with All-American Auto and Tire, your super dealer. The other day I was talking with a state employee who said, I wish I could use my WEX card at your location. My response was, you can. I'm sorry you didn't already know that. For over 16 years, All-American Auto and Tire has been proud to honor the WEX cards from state employees. We also honor the Voyager cards for federal employees. Those cards are good at all locations in Montgomery and in Millbrook. Tires, service, or major repairs. Don Duncan's All-American Auto and Tire. When the game goes into overtime. But... The game goes into overtime. The choice to enjoy is easy. Bud Light. Easy to drink. Easy to enjoy. Pick up Bud Light at your local convenience store today. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. It can get very cold in central Alabama during the winter months. Don't be left out. I mean, don't be left inside the cold. If your heater isn't heating like it should, call Bill Bradley today at 262-8368. They offer same-day service, seven days a week, for heating, cooling, and plumbing. Call Bill Bradley Services to come fix your home. Bill Bradley, Central Alabama's ring dealer, also offers financing. Alabama certification number 84449. 
rather grab lunch? I can't. Gotta pick up my dry cleaning or I won't have anything to wear to work tomorrow. There's never enough time. That's why I switched to Worth Cleaner's new 24-7 Express kiosk on Vaughn Road. I can drop off and pick up my laundry and dry cleaning anytime I want, day or night. Wow. Worth Cleaner sounds like the solution. Worth Cleaners is excited to announce their 24-7 Express kiosk. This is the first service of its kind in Montgomery and will allow customers to drop off and pick up their dry cleaning and laundry at their convenience, day or night, any day of the year. Even if you've never used Worth Cleaners before, you can go into their location at 7825 Vaughn Road today and use their 24-7 Express kiosk. Instructions along with several descriptive photos are posted on the wall to aid customers who are first-time users. Visit our Vaughn Road location or find Worth Cleaners on Facebook for more information. Your family's clothing is worth it. Deciding you need help can be hard, but finding it doesn't have to be because now there's the Connect Alabama app with everything you need to know about substance use, mental health, and prevention. There's even a treatment finder that can help you find services near you. The Connect Alabama app is helping us connect to the services we need. Connect Alabama's for everyone. Download it today. Help is in your hands. Sponsored by Connect Alabama, the ABA, and this station. Welcome back to the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos, brought to you by Max Credit Union. Get in touch one of three ways. Call 334-517-1210, text 334-313-1170, or email mrt at espntheticket.com. All right, if you have not heard, obviously the polls come out on Mondays and both the AP and the coaches' polls are out. Auburn is 11 in the coaches' poll, 12 in AP, up from four spots in from 16th to 12th in the Associated Press poll and up five spots from 16 to 11 in the coaches poll also in the coaches poll Alabama up six spots from 22 to 16 and up eight spots from 24 to 16 in the AP poll the biggest jump probably all season maybe outside uh, from the first week to the second week from preseason to the second week but the South Carolina Gamecocks who literally kind of started their own PR campaign Uh, Coach Paris to try to get in the poll and finally they get in and there was a big story on the South Carolina website about in the polls first time they've been in the poll since I believe 1617 somewhere around in there and they jumped from out of the poll all the way to 15th in the AP poll and in the coaches poll from out of the poll all the way to 20 in the coaches poll but 11 spots you just don't see that very often uh alabama the second biggest jump of the week uh kentucky which lost twice this week dropped seven places in the coaches poll the wildcats are 15 and the wildcats are 17 behind behind alabama in the ap poll ahead of alabama in the coaches poll uh kentucky i think with those two home losses losses i think that's just it's kind of a 
I don't know. Maybe Clark has a differing opinion, but I think you're almost done losing two games at home with some really tough games coming down um, the stretch. Okay. I got sent this by Clark. This is interesting. I don't know where he got it. I'm not sure um, kind of what the purpose was of this little graphic, but since the turn of the decade, so from tw- from 2020 to current, um, the I guess current means to this, you know, midway through this season. I'm sure it's up to date. These are SEC wins, and Clark sent this from Kentucky. Kentucky is tied for third within wins with Auburn in that time frame. So that's the 2021, 21, 22, 22, 23, and then partially through 23, 24. Auburn and Kentucky have 39 wins. Tennessee has 41. Alabama has 49 wins in the league since 2021. Of course, that, um, correct me if I'm wrong, the 2021 season was the the year they wore masks and Alabama won the league. Is that not correct? Then they didn't 21, 20, yeah, so that would be correct. That's why Alabama's got 49 because they've won the league two of those three years that are completed and are in first place this year. If you're curious, Arkansas is next at 36. Might not surprise you that Georgia is at its at the worst at the bottom. Of course, they had a one win season uh, just a couple of years ago. Of course, their lone win was against Alabama and Nate Oates. It's going to be a big, big week of SEC basketball. We'll be on it all week. Don't forget about our contests. That's something we really want you to take advantage of. A lot of people have. Today, starting to get in to the contest. We've got two going on simultaneously. You've got until 159.59 on Wednesday to get your pick in for that night's Alabama at Auburn basketball game in Neville Arena. I need a, a winning team, a score of the game, and how many points you think Janai Broom is going to score in the game. That'll be the tiebreaker. Thanks to Adams Drugs for making that happen for us. You've got a hundred. You get hundred and fifty dollars cash if you win that contest. If you finish second in that contest, you win a twenty-five dollar gift card to Mellow Mushroom. And if there is a tie for second, uh, obviously the tiebreaker should hopefully break it, uh, and we'll go from there. There's also another contest. That lasts through Friday at 159.59. And that's the Super Bowl contest. Same qualifications. The team that's going to win, a score of the game. And this tiebreaker is how many passing yards Patrick Mahomes will pass for. $150 cash to the winner. I'll Venmo or PayPal it to you. Uh, and then the $25 gift card to more to a Mellow Mushroom for the second place finisher. It's going to be a fun week uh, as we head for home now. We're midway through. Most teams have played nine conference games. Some teams have played just eight. Uh, not really sure how that happens or why that would happen, but uh, Tennessee's played just eight games Texas A&M and LSU have played just eight, and Vanderbilt's played just eight. 
Everybody else has played nine, so I guess they've already had their off weeks. Uh, but the scores, the games this week, LSU at Tennessee is on Wednesday night. That one's on the SEC Network. Alabama and Auburn on ESPN2 at 6 o'clock on Wednesday night. Not sure why it's not on ESPN. Uh, then Georgia's at Mississippi State. Texas A&M at Missouri. And then the two uh, games, I believe there's two on, on uh, uh, I skipped Tuesday. I'm sorry. Ole Miss at South Carolina on tomorrow night. And Kentucky at Vanderbilt also tomorrow night so the best way to get your score picks in to get in the contest you can do it verbally over the air it's the only way you know 100 percent that your pick is in you're welcome to text them in i would say i get 99.9 probably percent of the text maybe less than that i have not had a problem with uh not getting one that somebody thought they won with but you never know, and I'm getting a bunch of texts. So if you want to text it to the Pig Enterprises text box, you can do so, 334-313-1170. Better yet, just during the break, call Bill. We'll get you on the air. You can give your Super Bowl pick and your Auburn-Alabama pick. We'll get it out of the way, and then you can rest assured that it is in. We're back right after this on the Monday edition of the Max Roundtable. Hey, it's Peter Burns for the SEC Network. The best midday show in the Montgomery area and in Auburn, Opelika, is the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos on ESPN The Ticket and ESPN 106.7. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com Elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. Did you know that homeowner's insurance doesn't cover your termite treatment or termite damage? That's okay because PestPro is here to protect your most costly investment. We are the only company in the River Region with the Termidor HP2 injection unit. We bring the best and newest technology to your home. Call today for a free evaluation. 265-9990. That's 265-9990. Our website is ppsriverregion.com. When you want to know, call a pro. Pest Pro Services. Hunker up Montgomery and Prattville. Matt Parsley here from Budget Car and Truck Sales. And this month, I'm on a mission to help you fall in love with a nicer, newer car. So if your old rides left you broken hearted, kiss it goodbye. I'll give you up to five grand more than Kelly Blue Book. Push, pull, or drag it in. Plus, I'm buying cars on the spot based on the car or the price you pick. You deserve to drive a car that makes your heart skip a beat. So bring me your old ride and kiss it goodbye because you could get way more than it's worth. Plus, I'm buying cars. Do other dealers leave you feeling lonely? My team's passionate about approvals. We kiss up to the banks and lenders that want to say yes. That's yes. Yes, yes, yes. Plus, I'm buying cars on the spot based on the price of the car you pick. But hurry. Once I've helped 137 people, my lips are sealed and this deal is done. I'm Matt Parsley. I'm your dealer for the people. See all these smooch-worthy rides at BudgetSaysYes.com. That's BudgetSaysYes.com. Pucker up, Montgomery and Prattville. Hey there, Russell from Gales Down the Street Cafe. Are you looking for a fancy lunch place with white tablecloths and servers when they're whites and blacks? 
Well, if you are, this ain't it. If you're looking for a quality down-home country lunch where you get food like your grandma used to cook, Gales Down the Street Cafe is the place for you. If you're looking for roast beef, if you're looking for country vegetables, if you're looking for anything like your grandma would have cooked, Gales Down the Street is the place for you. 2741 Zelda Road. It's Gales Down the Street Cafe, open Monday through Friday, 11 to 2. Tired of forking out your hard-earned money for tires that seem to wear out faster than they should? Tire City hears you. Did you know that some of the most affordable tires on the market are from the Michelin brand? Our Michelin tires help you save hundreds of dollars over their lifespan compared to other brands. Imagine what it feels like to know that the tires you buy today could save you several hundred dollars when you need them the most. Here's what our customer says. I am always on the go with my three children, so the miles add up quickly. The original tires only lasted for 45,000 miles. I purchased Michelin tires for my SUV and drove over 85,000 miles on them. I saved $875 over three years because the Michelins lasted almost twice as long. Not only do Michelins last a long time, they are some of the safest and best riding tires for my family and I. Drive smart, drive safe, drive with Tire City. Visit us at one of our two locations on the Southern Bypass or Atlanta Highway. Experience the difference and save big with are you in need of a relaxing getaway? From manicuring your lawn to planting fields, nothing beats time on a John Deere from SunSouth, making outdoor projects more efficient and enjoyable. And when you test drive any one through three series tractor at SunSouth, we'll give you a free John Deere hat and mug. And did I mention 0% financing on select models? So relax, improve your property, and save at SunSouth. Equipment for those that do. Restriction supply, see dealer for details, expires February 29, 2024. It's that time of year again. A boat show here, a boat show there. Don't waste your gas driving all over when you can go to one place, Airport Marine. Shop and check out the new boats by Bass Cat, Icon, Skeeter, Vexus, and more. They offer the largest selection of bass boats, deck boats, pontoons, and pleasure boats. An hour up I-65 at the Shelby County Airport exit. Call Airport Marine at 205-664-0407 or visit online airportmarine.com. The Max Roundtable with Doug Amos, brought to you by Max Credit Union, rolls on. Doug would love to hear from you. Call 334-517-1210, text 334-313-1170, or email mrt at espntheticket.com. Welcome back, everybody, as we roll toward 2 o'clock. Don't forget, you can send your picks in to our two contests anytime, day or night, at the text box, 334-313-1170. Thanks to Jessica and Robert for the Pig Enterprises text box. And you can email it anytime, but it has to be in by 159.59. Obviously, if you're calling us to get them in, you got to do so during the body of the, pro- of the program. Walter is next. Hello, Walter. Hey, Doug. How you doing? Good, buddy. How are you? How are you think I catch this week? Not very. I'm going to give you a score. How about that? I'm ready. Well, what was the score last time they played? I didn't forget. I don't uh, know number one, but what's the score? All right. I'll help you out with that. I don't mind giving you the score from uh, back in the day. Uh, hey, turn your radio down at your house there, man. We're getting a lot of feedback there, if you wouldn't mind. That's, that's better. Thank you. Alabama won... Um, uh, let me see. What is this? This is, uh, that's not correct. 
Um, Didn't they win by five points or six? Um, I'm going to find it here for you in just a second. I'm on something that's uh, yeah, that that's wrong. Give me give me just a minute, and I'm going to help you out. Um, I'm, okay. You've given me a, a, an assignment, and I'm going to make sure <laughs> that I, that I get it filled in for you. Somehow I had. Something that was way wrong. Alabama beat Auburn 79-75. Okay. These are, these are number one number two teams of defense is right. Well, I'm a rating defense, you know. In 55. Right in, in, in the mid to late 50s. Auburn's top five in the country in defense. It's a and they're, big, playing, that, and they're playing in Auburn, right? Absolutely playing in Auburn. You are correct. <laughs> I think Alabama don't want to be tied for first place. I pick Alabama to win. Let's see, seventy-eight to seventy, Alabama. Seventy-eight, seventy. That's not a homer pick by any stretch of the imagination, is it, Walter? Well, I went down there and won. I was impressed with them because we were down by fifteen nothing. Came back to fourth overtime before we lost. Remember that game? I do remember I that game. I, there's a tiebreaker. I need you to give me. Janai Broom, I think, is their best player. I don't think there's really any argue. I need to know how many points he scores in the game. We should like fall, but right? Yes. Mm, 25. 25 for Janai Broom. You are in the contest. You want to get in the uh, the the Super Bowl one too? It's a Super Bowl. You got to give the. You know, I'm a 49ers team. I got to put my 49ers to win right, the g- Give me a score. Let me see. 49ers to Kansas City. That's going to be a close game. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. Close game? close game. I do agree. 27-24-49ers. And how many yards will Patrick Mahomes throw for? How about the quarterback of, 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 of um, yeah. Kansas uh, City? Yes. That's hard to say. The guy say 210. 210. You're in, buddy. We appreciate you hopping in there, man. I hope things are well for you. Well, Doug, I need you to pray for me because I got two aneurysms in my stomach. and doctors look at it, and I have a very big one, so he's going to look at them on Wednesday. Well, so you, count on, Wednesday. you count on it. You count on it. I'll be praying. Me, okay? I will, buddy. You can count on it. Thanks for calling us, my friend. Okay, Doug. Right, buddy. Take Hello, care. Okay? Y'all do the same. Uh, folks, be praying for Walter. Uh, has a couple aneurysms in his stomach, he says. Uh, you heard him. Uh, but if, if, you, if you ask to be prayed for around here, then by golly, you're going to get prayed for around here. That just tends to be. Auburn, just to double-check, Auburn is four in defensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm, and 12 in offensive efficiency. Alabama joins Auburn in the top ten in one of the efficiencies. Alabama is second in offensive efficiency, just a tick behind Purdue, who is one. But here's where the the one efficiency rating that's not like the others. You know, you've got Auburn at two or at four and twelve, Alabama at one, but fifty six. Alabama is in defensive efficiency. Uh, on the year and so I just I don't know if you add it up folks all the things going on with both programs the importance of the game for Auburn the avenging the earlier earlier loss for Auburn the home court advantage in the jungle for Auburn Um, The fact that Alabama beat them there last year. Don't think they've forgotten that. For Auburn. 
the fact they're tied for first if they win it. And if they lose it, it's a long haul to get back in it, back in the race. It just seems to me like everything's pointing toward Auburn. I had a discussion uh, with, uh, well, you heard the call. Brian said he thinks the line's going to be between two and four. I don't know what it's going to come out at, but I'd be willing to bet a breakfast that the line will be five or more by tip-off. Just write it down. If I lose, then I lose. It wouldn't be the first time I've been wrong in the last half hour. I, I believe if even if it comes out at three, three and a half, I think it's going to bet up to four and a half, five, five and a half even. That's just my opinion. I told Charlie and some folks this morning, I told Dr. Harrison Long, big Auburn scholarship donor, he'll be right there behind the Alabama bench. It's where his scholarship seats are. Uh, Wednesday night at Neville, I told him that I wouldn't be surprised if it was much higher than even that, than the five and a half point total that I'm stuck on here today. He asked me Saturday night, I said, not opener, but by the time it tips, I think it could be around a touchdown or so. Just my opinion. We need to take a break. We are back right after this on the Max Roundtable. This is Paul Feinbaum, and when I'm in central Alabama, I enjoy listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug on ESPN The Ticket in the River Region on ESPN 1067 in Auburn, Opelika. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more, and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com slash Elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. 107.5 is W298BC Montgomery. ESPN The Ticket. Troy head basketball coach Scott Cross here. An exciting new season for Trojan basketball is upon us. And I want to see you in the stands at Trojan Arena all season long. If you can't make it, listen in for all the action right here. This is Barry McKnight urging you not to miss a moment of all the action and excitement all season on the flagship station, 107.5 FM, 1210 AM, ESPN, The Ticket. Robert Pig with Pig Enterprises. Stop what you're doing. Okay, don't just stop if you're driving, but stop driving the direction you're going and drive to Pig Enterprises so we can get you behind the wheel of the vehicle you've been dreaming about. At Pig Enterprises, we not only believe in providing you with an easy vehicle buying experience, but we also believe in providing you with an experience tailor-made for you and getting you into the vehicle of your dreams. Exactly what you want and need with zero stress. Now, we all could use a little less stress in our our lives. Am I right? Shop online at PIGGENT.com or drive on over today and see our award-winning team in person. Inventory changes daily. Don't let your dream car pass you by. Let our team get you behind the wheel. Simple, fast, no pressure. Consider it a quick detour on your trip and you'll arrive happier than you could have imagined when you left the house today. Come to Pig Enterprises and get a squeal of a deal. 
This is Johnny from Sinclair's on Bond Road. We've been in business almost 30 years. Sinclair's East, Vaughnette Taylor. I think if you hadn't tried us, you should give us a try. We've got a great menu. Offered anything from chicken fingers, wings, salads, fajitas. At lunchtime, we do great country lunch with different vegetables and different meats every day. Sinclair's, where you get great sandwiches and our daily meat and three special at lunch, two great pasta, chicken, steaks, and seafood for dinner. Our most popular items are we got a soup called She Crab Soup which is extremely popular. We've got a bunch of pasta dishes, which people love. Mediterranean chicken is my favorite. Sinclair's. We do live music, light stuff on Wednesdays and Thursdays, and then on Fridays and Saturdays, maybe three-piece bands or four-piece bands. Come see why Sinclair's has seen lesser restaurants come and go over the years. Johnny Sullivan Sinclair's at the corner of Vaughn and Taylor. Find them on Facebook at Sinclair's East. Google search Sinclair's Restaurant. Sinclair's. Shane is here from United, number one in the River Region when it comes to your indoor comfort. Does United go outside of the River Region? Of course. We have customers at Lake Martin, Lake Jordan, Selma, Tallahassee, Greenville, Tuskegee, and even Union Springs. So United is not only number one in the River Region, United is number one in Central Alabama. With quality workmanship, 100% satisfaction guaranteed, and affordable price, and it should be no surprise. Also with over 300 years combined experience and the ability to service and repair all brands, why would you call anyone else? Don't forget, if your system is beyond repair, we have financing available with approved credit, and we can handle all your plumbing and electrical needs, too. If you want the most experienced and the number one AC company in the River Region that's ahead of its competition on all the latest technology, call United today at 262-0247. Or visit unitedheating.net and check us out on Facebook. Alabama certification number 84560. United, Marketing can be hard. At Dogwood Media Solutions, we are the outsourced marketing solution your business needs. Not every business can afford to have their own marketing department, and that's where we come in. We can be that for you. Website updates, social media, advertising, public relations, and more. Learn more about how this works by giving us a call at 334-425-0009 or visit us online at dogwd.com. dogwd.com. Central Alabama's best sports can be heard on WTXK, Pike Road, Montgomery, ESPN, The Ticket. Hey there, I'm Lauren Sisler with ESPN, and you know one thing I love to do on my lunch break is listen to my good friends on the Max Roundtable. Says I know one day her daddy will wear her away, but tonight she's mine on Lover's Lane. All right, welcome back, everybody, as we wrap up the Monday edition of the program. We have our ordinary but very extraordinary Tuesday lined up for you tomorrow. Ben Taylor will join us. In our number one, Kevin Skarbinski will join us in our number two. We'll have something special going on in hour three. Murph's going to be out of pocket. We will have Brent Jones on. A lot of stuff going on around Troy. In our number three, we may track down Barry McKnight, see if he wants to come on with us to promote a lot. There are some things going on there in Troy with him. Rest of the week, we were going to be doing a remote on Wednesday. We can no longer do that. So we'll be in studio the rest of the week here. Obviously, on game day, our normal Wednesday lineup, Locked on Auburn will be here. And then Thursday, it's breaking down what all happened at Neville Arena on Wednesday night. Still really disappointed that that game's not on ESPN. I I meant to check to see what game they are carrying 
uh, on ESPN Wednesday night. I'm going to find that for you because whatever it is, I don't suspect it's going to in any way be anything near uh, what what Auburn and Alabama could have been. Uh, let's see what it, what game looks like six o'clock on ESPN. Um, well, it's not a top twenty-five game, whatever it is. Maybe they don't. Maybe they do NBA on Wednesdays. Uh, maybe that's what happens uh, on Wednesdays on ESPN. I don't know. It just seems screwed up that they wouldn't have uh, Auburn and Alabama on the main network. Uh, Some of you out there probably have a better feel uh, for what ESPN does with their time than I do. But the fact that Auburn and Alabama is on the deuce is a bit bothersome, to say the least. Have yourself a great afternoon. Looks like the rain's gone for five or six days or so. Enjoy it, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the Max Roundtable. Roundtable.